The internet is a vast ocean of unofficial intelligence. The following views and opinions expressed on this show do not represent the parties expressing them. Their jokes lighten up. Now let's start the show. The case you are about to go on is very dangerous, requires courage, ingenuity, and above all things, intelligence. That is correct. Sometimes you've got brains. Don't let them go to your head. Medulla oblongata. That is one big pile of shit. Why don't you show them what you've discovered so far? We ain't found shit. Boom. You looking for this? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend, Steve, here, along with Ben and Anthony. As always, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you guys checking us out week after week. If this is your first episode, welcome to the show. I'm happy for you. And you know what? You want to make sure that you go follow us so you don't miss any of our episodes. You'll be the first to get them when we drop them. Go follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're on Apple, you can leave us a rating and a review as well. This way, that algorithm will start recommending our show. Uh, and if you're looking for other stuff that we have, where we live online, Ben and Anthony got all the links for you. That's right. If you're having a unofficial withdrawal, you can uh, get an extra dose of us between episodes if you follow us on Instagram. That's at unofficial underscore pod. That's where we post clips from the show, memes, polls, and everything else you need to know to stay in the loop. We also got a link tree in the bio, so it's easy for you to get all of our other social media platforms. You can even email us with your questions that you have, things you want to see on the show, reactions at hi at uipodcast.com, and you can become part of the conversation. You know what I love about conversations? What's that? I don't remember, but <laughs> if you don't remember anything that Ben and Steve just said, the best thing you could do is navigate your way to your URL at the top of your favorite browser. That could be any one of the Chrome, the Firefox, Safari. God help you if you're still using um, Netscape. Just type in www.unofficialpod.com and you will be transported to our beautifully crafted website with everything we have to offer right there on our own page. You can listen to all of our episodes, check out our latest posts on IG, and even see what we got cooking on YouTube all in one place. That's www.unofficialpod.com for all your UI needs. Now let's get on with this damn thing. You know, you mentioned Netscape and how, you know, you don't know that there's anybody out there that probably uses that still. Don't be so, you know, quick to judge because somebody is downloading our show on Winamp. <laughs> One person. No, out you're there. right. I see it in the I see it in the analytics. Yeah, that was pretty crazy, and, especially uh, the, the week after we brought up. Yeah, Winamp. yeah, that's what that's what made part part of part of me thinks it's you, but because <laughs> <laughs> you were big on Winamp. Um, but yeah, I don't ben know. I was playing with the equalizer on Winamp. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to our episode. You know, we got today's a special day for uh, a bunch of different reasons, uh, not the least of which is because we got a special guest today. And if you guessed at home that it's somebody related to Ben, <laughs> you're goddamn right. Ben, why don't you introduce your cousin? That's right. The tradition <laughs> that is unlike any other continues. Uh, we got a big show today. Cousin Robbie is here. Cousin Rob Congista. He brought up a great topic for us to talk about today so we're gonna have a good time talking about it robbie welcome to the show welcome sir thank you so much i appreciate it you excited so excited all right you got carpal tunnel in your hand from re writing and rewriting this list i say that's yeah I it's been like three three months writing this list now i mean it takes me like 
three weeks to write a grocery list. So yeah. <laughs> my, top, my top 10 song is going to be a, it's gonna be a disaster. But. I know. And I personally take a little bit of responsibility for that because I did, you know, we pushed this off for a while, mainly because I was having anxiety about coming up with that, this list myself. But glad to have you in the studio finally. I'm happy to be. It's beautiful up here. Uh, I wanted to say, I think it's great what you guys are doing. Thank I think you. a lot. That. I Thank think you. a lot of people want to do something and they don't. And I give you guys so much credit. I mean, I've started like 25 businesses in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple podcasts, but I I don't have the guts to do it. But you guys did, and I think it's great. And I hope you know much success to the, all three of you. I appreciate Thank that. You. Man. Thank Starting you so off much. With a sentimental note. Yeah, I'm feeling it right here. Don't start crying now. <laughs> we can lighten it up. We can talk about Wordle and what the fuck is going on with that thing. You guys play it? Oh, I'm playing it. You I don't even it. know yeah. what I, that I is. figured as much. What's Wordle? Yeah, I had to look it up. Well, there's apparently there's a lot of controversy. People were. You know, the, like the British, they have different spellings. So the five-letter words on their side, they were getting mm. cute with humor. Like cinema? You know, things like that. Apparently, the big one in the news was the word shake, I guess, from last week or something like that. There's a big uproar on that word alone. Really? No, nobody was guessing that word. I guess they took to Twitter to share their feelings. And, uh, you know, started out with a guy trying to keep his partner entertained during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And then he sold it to... New York Times. NY so. Times for... Uh, Low seven figures. Low yeah, seven figures. Guy should have held out. Yeah, um, but leave it up to the New York Times to just ruin a good thing, huh? Yeah, but know. low seven figures is pretty good. Did you have I'll you been playing it, Robbie? No, my sisters have, but I haven't got on it yet. It's all the rage. It's good. I like that it's one word a day. Like you're in and out. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it. everybody's everybody loves posting their little cryptic ass green green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I and I have been having a little battle going on. Yeah. Yeah. Some tense it's, words have been exchanged. So it's an app. Through no, you just got to get it on a website. Oh, old school. Yeah. Just one word a day. Excuse me. Yeah, one word a day. You get. You make a guess. You get six guesses. Oh, yeah, and then it tells you uh, if you get a green on the letter that you guess, that means it's in the right spot. If it's an orange, it means it's in the word, but it's not in that spot. So you go from you know five blank squares, and then you got to try to figure out what what word it is. How long it usually takes you to do that? <clears throat> it could be quick. It could be you know sometimes I like to put it down and come back to it if I if I'm in a rough spot, but <laughs> do you want let me, let you me do on this, this one live on the pod right now? Oh, do today's? Yeah. All right, go I mean, for it. We're not going to be spoiling it for anybody. Yeah. All right, let's see. Wordle. You know, I wanted to hate on this, but maybe I wanted to blanken it. Ah, it's you know, fine. I'm, nice... I'm going to take a, an opposing stance. Fuck it's this a nice... game. <laughs> it's a nice little brain teaser. So what do we want to start with? I like to start with, I try to get a couple of uh, vowels. vowels in there. Oh, oh, oh. This is like uh, Wheel of Fortune, like last yeah. round style. You got it. Okay. Yeah. Is there a well, limit? It's got to be a word. It's got to be a word. Oh, but everything you enter needs. I thought to be they a show word. you the blocks first. Yeah, these are the blocks. Oh, oh uh, yeah. I see. I don't know how this works. I thought you saw them already oh. colored in, and so you just put in a word. Let's do it. What do you got? I'll go R. How about that? So, well, we need a full word. Oh, oh, oh. So, do you have a word that starts with R? Robot. Robot. That's a good one. I like it. Let's see. So we know we got an R, an O, and a T. That's but, a good start. And because but, they're wow. because they're yellow, they're not in the right place. Exactly. If they're green, that that they'd be in the right place. Exactly. All right. And it's got to be a five letter word, apparently. So what do we think? R, O, and T, not necessarily in that order. So there's only one O too. And T. Oh, oh, I see. What about trout? T R O U T, or is that repeating too many letters? No, we could throw we could throw it in there in the interest of time. All right, sick. Okay, so now we know that the T is not the first or the last letter. This is looking like it's going to end in RT, I would say. 
So what I'll do right sport? now is sport. That O can't be good guess, but that O can't be in the middle. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. So other. Um, I have a guess. Abort. I was gonna say that, but the B, we know the B's not there. Oh, dang. well, and, and the O can't be in that spot. I shouldn't have hit that fucking jazz cigarette before the pod. So it's gonna be like this, I think. How do you know which, like, if the letter isn't, if R is not the first letter or a T is not the first letter? Oh no, because I... it's got an O. So the, uh, because yeah, we yeah. have an R in the first and second spot in the previous guesses, we know it can't be in those two spots. So it's either the third letter, fourth or fifth letter that R. And the T, actually, we know the T can't be there. If I played this, I, I would just, after a while, I'd be like, I just don't know words. I know, but so like, <laughs> honestly, sometimes when um, I'm at a loss like this, I'll just throw a, a, another random word out there. Yeah. Oh, we get, so we know an E's in there. Yeah. That's a new one. And an H. And an H. What? This is an English word? There? No, I don't know. That's like missing half the word. All right, so we have all the letters, right? H E. O R T. Oh. I said other, but that can't be right. That's too easy. O T H E. You know what? Some might work. Hey now! Bang! Get out of here! Right. Got <laughs> too much thinking. Four, four, guess. four guesses. I'm out of here. See you guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all right. That's been a, that's been uh, another episode of Unofficial Intelligence, guys. We uh... <laughs> so we'll cut that down for time. But yeah, that's basically so. It's honestly it's, it's not even that bad. Yes, yeah, it's taken the world by storm. This it really it's taken is the U.S. by storm. This yeah. game. Well, they um, have they have it available in like ninety languages or something like that now. Really? Yeah. Well, because of the the spelling, uh, you know, across the pond there, they were getting a little up in arms. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, rightfully so. But um, you know, spell humor like an American. Right. Exactly. Uh, all right. So that's Wordle. You know, and uh, maybe if things continue to go well, we don't we won't have to play that new one that that other guy developed because Wordle was getting so much hate. There's another one out there that's like Quirtle. Oh, God. Where you have to do four yes. words at once or some shit like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. Too much. That's too that much. brain stuff. Why do people have to, like, try and make an idea their own by just putting a twist on it? That's Apple's whole, whole business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, like we said, I think last week, I mean, you know, you got Coca-Cola. You know, there's going to be a Pepsi. There's going to be an RC. There's going to be a Shasta. Speaking of Coca-Cola. Yeah. You ready to talk some snack? A I diet mean, edition? We, we, yeah, we could do the Diet Coke edition of uh, <laughs> talking snack. DC edition. Let's eat. Talking snacks. What's that business about all the new snacks for the hit street? All the bootleg snacks. A year 2000 snacks. So I've been seeing a lot of sushi on your stories, Ben. Yeah, man. We I know went. the Nakazawa. That's a that's an older, yeah, an older yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, time. We went, went there, there for my birthday a couple of years ago, but yeah. uh, we went to the spot in Woodside yesterday called Sushi on Me. Yeah, and it's an omakase. Uh, so they're bringing you out different, you know, pieces of sushi. Yeah. One by one. Uh, they had some fantastic appetizers. Nice. They had the free sake going. Mm. So every time you finish your sake, they're coming over, they're pouring you more. It's a whole vibe, as yeah. the kids say. Yeah. As I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of sake. It's nice as like a palate cleanser when you're having. I get, yeah. I mean, the rubbing alcohol fish. will do that to you. That's right. Do you like it warm or cold? Sake? Uh, I don't mind uh, either. I'm fine with. Do you like it hazy or clear? I'm a big hazy guy. Me too. Okay. I didn't even know that was like a hazy thing. and warm. The yeah. colors warm, off, warm. I knew little colors off putting, but it tastes great. We uh, we were talking about getting you involved next time we go. You so, and Taylor, yeah, I would love to. All right, we made a we made a reservation, but it's not until May. 
I know. I know. At, at the sushi on me? Yeah, this place is wow. like, I think it blew up on TikTok. Of course. So like. Somebody dance outside of it or? They're dancing inside. They got inside. you with the blowtorch. I was using the blowtorch like yesterday. It's just made disrespectful though. What? Dancing in a sushi place? I, it's like kind of like the, the millennial. Yeah, all right. This, we're going to make this our well, thing. Well, yeah, so the, the neon sign decent, on the. <laughs> decent. The sushi was decent. And uh, the, what really hooked us was the appetizers. They had like little one bites before. They had five different ones. The best one was they called the Three Musketeers. It was scallop, uni, and caviar. Mm. Oh, all right. That was so good. Sounds so good. fantastic. Um, you an uni guy or no? I'm an uni guy. I'm not an urchin. That's like sea urchin. Okay. It's I don't like, think I've had the urchin. It's like that yellow. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. What am I saying? It's that, the same yeah, that's thing. what it is. That's is uni. It? Then I'm not an uni guy. Oh, uni? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm thinking unagi. Sorry. It, it looks like almost like peanut butter. Yeah, and it's so Kinda, right? good. And it's got like the peanut like, butter consistency on yellow. Yeah. yeah, it's not oh. for everybody. Sushi, I'm better off if you don't tell me what I'm eating, because I'll eat it with an open yeah. mind, you know, yeah. willing to, you know, for the experience. But and then afterwards, you tell but me like, that. But like sea I urchins, ate. like I don't know, you, you look at it, and it, it just even like when it's alive, you're just like, it's like, dude, it looks like a looks like an acorn with spikes on it. I was gonna say it looks like those bombs that are in the in the water in video games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taste um, is just not not for me. So like, I don't know. The here, texture. Here's my experience with uni and it was justin before i had it for the first time i think i texted him or we were talking or something and he said every when you have uni the first time you have it whatever you think about it just have it again and he's like by the third or fourth time you acquire the taste for it and it's just it's brilliant it's so mm -hmm. good so the first time i went into it i was like ah, i think it's a little fishy for me um but I, like he said, he's like, just have it again and again. And like now it's like one of my favorite things. Really? Yeah. How many times have you had it? Once. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it like lathered it onto the plate. And <laughs> it was so gross. Like I was tasting it like when I went home. Uh, so I open it up and stuff. Yeah. But then we nice. went out. We went out uh, Friday night into the city for my birthday dinner. We went to this place called Kochi. Okay. In uh, Hell's Kitchen. So we're just like a tasting menu. So everything was on skewers. So it was like fried shrimp mm -hmm. in like uh in like a nice batter. And like the last dish was the uni on mm -hmm. like over rice. And I just pushed it to the side. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I said, thanks, sir. I said, you can take this. And you oh, know, man, the, sh the chef fucking he was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you got it like that's one of those things where it's like eel. If it's not cooked right or it's not a good eel, mm. it'll turn you off real quick. Yeah. I felt I, bad. I could just couldn't do it. I feel like that's that that's across the board for sushi. Any, any, yeah. any sushi, you know, I'm, thank God, knock on wood, that I never got sick on it, because I'd probably swear it off altogether if yeah. I ever got sick on it. It's probably one of the easier things to get sick, because if it's mishandled, the worms and yeah. Like, yeah. bacteria that's on those things, not cool. I think you're kind of okay for that in the most part. Most places that do sushi are probably yeah. doing okay, but sometimes you just get a bad piece of fish. Yeah. And like, but, th but what I'm saying is like, you can get a bad piece of tuna or salmon, I think, because you're so familiar with it. You're like, oh, all right, Ooh. this is just not good today. Yeah, but when you can't even physically describe the shit you're eating or, yeah. you know, you don't even know what it necessarily yeah, looks yeah, like. Yeah. You get turned off yeah. real quick. Yeah, we yeah. chiseled this off the railing of a plane that went down in 1988. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, when we go get sushi, you're, you'll try the uni again and yeah, hopefully change your mind. Hopefully. We had um, the special. They had a uh, piece of Wagyu beef mm -hmm. and it was like just absolute butter. It was so good. Yeah, dude. It was so damn good. I loved it. And it was like, right. Three hundred dollars extra for the meal, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't paying for it, so yeah, that we got um, 
a couple of Valentine's days ago, we got like a 12 ounce Wagyu steak and it was like 150 bucks. So good. It's just so tender. Like it like cooked right now, I guess, wherever yeah. you get it. But you got to be careful not to eat too much. I was saying. Yeah. It's like so much fat that you're like, after a couple of pieces, you're kind yeah. of done with it. But I want to get a blowtorch. Yo, speaking of, so what were you, what were you torching at the restaurant? Was that the Nakazawa or that was at Sushi? That, that was at Sushi on Me. Uh, yeah, yeah. They were doing the eel. They were blowtorching the eel with oh, the butane nice, thing. Nice, nice, nice. And I was taking a video. Uh-huh. And the guy's like, here, you do it. And I'll take a video of you. So I was like doing the fucking, everybody's nice. like going nuts. Shout out the guy Eats yeah. on Instagram. Uh, the guy Eats, follow it. Um, They're like 20 bucks. I know. Torches. I, I know. Just, I was telling Taylor, I was like, yo, I need one of these to just. Blowtorch my uh, cheese over my egg sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. melt the corners. Go yeah. to Home Depot, get a propane tank, a little one, and then they have the little adapter. It's yes, now you're saying it's super cheap. That's what I have. I'm just afraid so I'm gonna burn awesome. the whole house down. But yeah, you, you gotta be careful with you that. Only live once, you know. So you gotta get case. pictures for the gram. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got a new house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anybody else eat anything uh, that they had a blowtorch this weekend? Or I had the I told you the flaming hot sour cream and onion chips. The oh, the Le- LeBron, LeBron James. Joint. See, the, the fact that he had to have like his bust on the bag. Well, those were <laughs> so those were special edition bags that I got. Oh, all right, all right. Because all right. I, for some reason, we get everything super late in in the grocery store oh, by yeah? me. So I was like, let me order these so I get them when they drop. And it's like the special edition LeBron James Hall of Fame picture. Yeah, damn. Yo, you know, speaking of you know stuff being like regional or whatever, uh, Yo hit me up because they don't have the. The flaming hot cool ranch. Well, at the time, really? maybe they have them now, yeah. but at the time when he messaged me, they didn't have them there uh, out there yet. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. It was a Taco Bell. It was the wings from Taco Bell. My bad. Oh, oh I misspoke. Oh. I was going to say we could get him a little uh, unofficial care package. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, and, and that's why, I, and that's where my mind went to when I thought it was the Doritos. But then I was like, oh no, he's talking about the Taco Bell wings. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why Taco Bell wouldn't have the, you know all the options out there. They're like fast food mecca out there. I know. I don't know. I had their new gordita with. The flaming hot cool ranch, and obviously, you know, it's like any other one. But yeah. this time, this time, usually the Taco Bell by me is immaculate and perfect. They look like they straight up elbow dropped this shit off the top <laughs> rope. <laughs> when I took it, it was crumbling in my hands. I was like, "What happened here? What's worse, bad sushi or bad Taco Bell?" <laughs> I, I mean, feel like Taco both Bell's will probably already, kill you. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like Taco Bell's baseline's bad. Yeah. Like, just how you feel yeah so like it's probably sushi because yeah. i feel like sushi is like that occasional thing that you go out for and you enjoy it when you sit down for a special occasion taco bell is just like oh, i can get it again yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's not gonna be this bad yeah while we're on the subject of fast food since robbie is our guest you know obviously hot debate on this podcast has been the chicken sandwich so what's your number one chicken sandwich from the fast food chains i'm not gonna lie to you this might be a controversial take but i haven't Eating any chicken oh, sandwiches. Okay. Do you okay. see that body? He hasn't say, touched a car <laughs> since 2001. <laughs> I never had that BK a long yeah. time. I never had the Popeye's chicken sandwich yet. Okay. I haven't had anything. I'll probably go with maybe Chick-fil-A? a hot and spicy from uh, from Wendy's. Okay. Yo, they have that one on the biscuit that looks pretty good. The hot. Honey. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you good. had that? I want. I need to be like cousin Robbie and maybe play <laughs> off the fast for a while. I think that's that's gotta be. I was thinking about this the other day because when I got the flaming hot sour cream and onions, I was like, "Do I need to try every fucking new thing that comes out?" Because like my body is not <laughs> doing it for the pod, baby. <laughs> doing it for the pod, but I gotta get fucking married soon. Yeah, true. Yeah. Or, doing it for the pod, not necessarily good for the body. Yeah, I was gonna say I do it for the body for the next couple of months. <laughs> well, rolling out of bed is not so. Ben, Ben's vegan. Ben's vegan. That's why he's fucking. He's just, well pescatarian. He's, he's doing the fish. Yeah. 
I could do that. But sushi isn't yeah. healthy for you either. Too much of it. Too, too much, much of anything it. isn't isn't good for you. They put sugar in the rice. Honestly, the mercury, the plastics. Let me eat something, please. Cream cheese on a Philadelphia roll. Oof. Yum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my faves. Yeah, it's a good one. Smoked salmon cream cheese. Do you have anything new and noteworthy to eat lately? What did I eat? I had the Trader Joe's ghost pepper uh, chips. Chips. It's so they were good. very good. We talked about it, but like, yeah. you have like one or two, but if you're shoving like 20 in your mouth, it catches up to you. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah. These, are pretty, yeah. these are pretty hot. But no, I haven't got it on your guy's level yet. I'm just lame. I'm just like freaking Dave's killer toast, and that's all I'm eating. <laughs> like, I love that. That's the I dude don't playing buy... guitar on the bag, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I don't buy any other bread anymore. So good, right? It's the best. It's nice. Well, speaking of bread, he was the inspiration for me to start baking bread during the pandemic. All right, all right. I sent him like maybe thirty six pounds of yeast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you sent him a starter? Cause yeah, because yeah, there was um a time during the pandemic where you couldn't get yeast because everybody was making bread. Cousin Robbie came through yeah. with the fucking. They pulled a forklift up to my apartment. And yeah, dropped it off. <laughs> I, yeah. I I didn't go the bread route. I went the barista route. But hey, so that's what it be. Yeah, thirty six pounds. No, fine. No. <laughs> but they had to cut the door off. And they had, <laughs> they the I was going to say, did they have to send a social security and birth certificate? Because that's a they, lot of living yeah, organisms. I was going to say, when you, when, you, when you start your starter, like that, that's something you have, like you have that forever, right? Yeah, you can have that for like, like at least a couple of weeks. Like you just come in there and you just like. Oh, I, why do I feel like somebody said that like this, this starter well, or whatever. you can continue feeding it. Oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. but yeah, people have been feeding it for yeah, like 10, 20 years. Like, and then you can just like, you take like a scoop out and put it in your bread and then you keep on feeding it and it just starts up, you know, like the sourdough. Yeah, man. So it's nice. If you get it right. Like I, I couldn't tell you like, maybe like four or five times that my starter was just ruined. I couldn't do it right. That was a pain in the ass. I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. I never, I haven't, I wanted to do the starter, but I just been going plain ass white bread. But he's been going nuts making focaccias Damn. and all kinds of stuff. Cotches, whatever, sourdough, I had sourdough starter kit. <laughs> Brioche. No, no need bread. Freaking I French need bread. Toast. What do you mean, no need bread? No need. I need bread. No, no need. No, I get it. No, 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 there's no need to no, need. No, there's no need. You just freaking throw it in the, in, in the thing you said and forget it. That's a good, that's what I did the first time and it came out like dog shit. But I didn't follow the instructions correctly. Yeah, you know what yeah, you should get not. since you're doing your own like doughs and everything like that? Uh, you ever see those uni ovens? I did. I, I want to start making some fucking pizza, right? Wait, uh, the sea urchin ovens or no? no yeah, yeah, it's spelled the same. If it's spelled the or, same, or, I wouldn't even. No, oh, oh, is it O O N I? Maybe. <laughs> I think it's U U N I. Is it U N I? Yeah, I think so. Okay, either way, but you can get them like gas powered, pellet mm -hmm. powered. You know, pellet powered, like you know, it's like a big stone like oven, right? A jace, like a jace. It's, yeah, it's in like, the vein of. And you just launch a pizza in it, and it yeah. comes out like 900 degrees and just like get a fresh pizza uh, my buddy dennis uh he has one and he invited me over one you know a while back and he made pizza and he's like how long do you think it take to cook and i was like i don't know like two minutes and he's like all right and he puts it in at 22 seconds no yeah but the shit's like well, fucking a million degrees hot, yeah. yeah 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 it's crazy well that's the key to pizza like you try to make pizza at home your just oven is just never gonna get hot yeah. enough to make a good well pizza. they make those stones right that you can put in the oven but probably not not, still yeah. not that good yeah but like when the first time we went to italy we went to like a pizzeria and i'm expecting them to have like you know what we have yeah, here yeah with the, i want to taste the, the chicken mess. roll that was made two fridays ago so we <laughs> we ordered the pizza at a place called La Rota, which means the wheel. And yes. the guy, we go in there, we order our pizza, and I'm st we're sitting there, and like by the time we paid and came back, it was done already. And I was like, w did we just time travel? Um, and the, my dad's like, no, they use an oven that's like super hot, and that's how, it's just, this is how they cook it. And it was the Neapolitan too, like that doesn't really need to cook that much. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't that yeah. big, but 
Not like super crusty on the bottom, right? Those kind of pizzas over there? Uh, it depends. Cause there's a lot of them that are, you know, being a little more progressive with the, but like, if you go to like the, the joints that are just like tradition. Yeah. yeah. It's like a small pizza and, and they're like, this feeds a family. I'm like, what family? <laughs> Not mine. Is it fork and knife or by the hand? You get a mix. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. The traditional, but you know, you just grab with your hands. Right. They're not going to fight you on it. Depend, it depends you. what they got to do. If, if, you know, if I can't take a shower after, maybe I'll do the fork and knife, though. That's the thing. I don't do fork and knife ever. Nah, nah, I don't. I don't. So how are we feeling? Are we feeling full? I'm stuffed. Yo, shout out uh, Lake Deli. Providing yeah. the lunch unofficially. Yeah. We had to pay for it, you know. Maybe I, they'll sponsor us. I wanted day, to but. get an Italian, but I switched it up to the barbecue rib, and it was a big mistake. Big mistake. Yeah, that thing looked uh, pretty pretty sloppy. It was sloppy, and they used the shitty Yo, barbecue sauce. You know the one that's like sweet and like red, orange. Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Nah, ooh, I'm not ooh, a big barbecue ooh. sauce fan. I mean, Scott. if you had that kind of barbecue sauce, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> sweet baby rays. Sweet baby rays is good stuff. Sweet baby rays slaps, and I yeah. say that every episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of sloppy, uh, you know, last week we had the sloppy Joe. Uh, talks that quickly morphed into the classy Corinthian. I was cracking up because I, I watched uh, Murderville yeah, and uh, they had the sloppy jalapeno. Uh, yeah, yeah, and when yeah, they yeah, said yeah. that, you I was know, like, holy shit. I wanted to talk about that. Did you watch that? Not yet. Murderville? No. Do you watch it? Yeah, it's, it's, a, quick, it's a quick little six episode thing, but it's funny as well. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And he kept adding the hot sauce to Conan's. Yeah. <laughs> do, oh, you, like, do you know what line I was talking about from the Kamel one? I still haven't watched the, oh, the my new God. episode. Uh, what, what? When they're in the interrogation room and he's like, go ahead, do the voice. Do the voice. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he like, does the, uh, I don't want to spoil it because it's such a good joke, but that was, that was like one of my favorite lines from the whole show. Yeah. Oh, and, and the walk too. And he had to like, <laughs> yeah, the, the walk. And, and, then, and, and then he had to make the sound effect doing that and he lost it. He's like turning away. Yeah. And then the, the other actor that was in on it as he's like, when they're leaving, he's like, man, what a cool walk. <laughs> uh, great, great show. Yeah. I Did you hear about it, it, Robbie? I heard about it. Yeah. So, I seen the coming attractions yeah. on Netflix. It's just so funny. I love Will Arnett. Anytime you do improv and the addition of Will Arnett. Now Will, are they are they in on it? Like the like Conan and no. Marshawn Lynch, those guys, they don't know what's coming? They don't know the script. No. Yes. They're the only one that doesn't get the script. Like you've got to have to play off them still because yeah. they don't know, you know, where it's going. Yeah. But so it's the whole basis is Will Arnett's the cop and they have to solve the murder and they get like, you know. So they'll have like three um suspects. And they got to pick at the end of the episode. They pick which one yeah. they think it is. When, they, give it a go. when he's interviewing Conan in the beginning, when he's like, "You're married," he's like, "Yeah, to a woman." <laughs> Does she know? <laughs> yeah, she's aware. Icebreaker. Oh yeah, the icebreaker. Um, oh, you know, we're, we're talking way too much entertainment. We are, we you know, are. we're sitting at the register. We're being those rude people that are having a conversation when the cashier is desperately trying to ring us the That's fuck true. up. So let's get the just hell out of here. Just pick the dentine ice and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get our fucking midnight Milky Way and peace out. That's the only thing you get. Uh, you know, so oddly enough, the meat and potatoes of today's discussion, as we leave talking snack, is going to be about music, something that's very near and dear to my heart, and something we don't talk about a lot. We don't talk about it a lot because it's also uh, she's a fickle bitch and she scorned my ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So let, let's get into top 10 songs. This is going back off an email Robbie sent. Do you have a date on that? Probably yeah, summer 2021? I don't think there was an official email. It was a request. 
It was a, a live request. in-person request oh, at okay. the Subway Inn. At the Subway Inn. If you know, you know. <laughs> All right. The best bars in the city. If I recall correctly. <laughs> so, so without further ado, we're going to give you our top 10 songs all time. Let's get into it. Uh. Hey! <laughs> we're back. Oh, man. Let's don't you, don't you feel top. like a disc jockey I with do. this broadcaster arm? Yeah, I was ready. So, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't, I, I wanted to go a handful of ways with this. And, and every time I sat down to think about putting songs in, in any sort of order, I mean, it's a very daunting task. It is. There's at least a few hundred songs in existence. So to, to whittle it down to 10, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's only, you know, probably, maybe, maybe, maybe a little over a few hundred, probably like a thousand or two songs all time, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I just, there can't be more than like, 3,000 songs. I've been reworking this list since Christmas. Uh-huh. And it's, and it's changed all, all up until this moment I sat my cheeks on the seat. I've been tweaking on this list <laughs> two months now. And it just, every day I'm, I'm on the couch in my head, song comes on. Oh, this is a good song. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to put this on. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I wanna, it's like it's it's so stupid. You're watching a movie, a scene yeah. comes on, you go, oh, what this electric slide. How can I forget electric slide? <laughs> I love this song. Yeah. I so, want to point out real quick though, for the people listening that can't see us in the studio right now, Robbie's got a legal pad. He took pen to paper for this task. I know, I respect it. Much respect going out to Robbie. I for can't that. tell you. I'm, I I had the old iPhone a couple of years ago, and all I would do was print out directions too. <laughs> oh really? Yep. Map quest. Oh wow. Like three years ago. Wait, are you the guy listening on Winamp? <laughs> <laughs> I can find you guys on MySpace. <laughs> but that was it, yeah. Just print out directions like three years ago until finally I stepped into the twenty first century and did my ways. But I'm glad hey man, you're keeping the pen industry alive, the legal pad industry alive. That's it. I'm glad to see it. And it shows, like I said, real dedication to yeah. what we're doing here. So I'll be straight up honest. When Robbie brought this up to me, it took me a bit to bring it up here because I literally like opened up my notepad on my phone and just the thought yeah. of making this list gave me anxiety because there's just so much and you don't want to leave everything off. Sure. Full disclosure, I'm pretty much, I left this list pretty much up to last night. Oh, wow. Oh, I did, I did, this, were, I had some I did I, this before you guys got here today. <laughs> <laughs> I, had nope. some, I had some ideas, some broad strokes, but I really didn't because I knew like how you guys were switching. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? I need to just not go too crazy over it. I had a bunch of bands that I wanted to look at their songs. Yeah. Pick the songs, put them in an order. I think, I think it's pretty good. Okay. So do we want to start with, I like, I like how we normally do things. Tens, nines, eights. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But do we want to, so I have a couple honorable, honorable mentions. Do you? I do. And you do? Oh yeah. Do you have any? Sure thing. Do we want to do that? Throw each throw out a couple right now. We don't have to really dive into them. We'll do them uh, after the fact. Yeah, I feel like we after? should because okay. if we mention one that made it to our list, we're gonna be like, mm. all right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's let's so let's go through. We'll start mm. with number ten. Who wants, wants who wants to kick it off? Robbie, you want to yeah. do the honors? I will, but I wanted to say something before this. Okay. For for everybody here, his personal you know taste is different than everybody right. else's. Yeah. To you, what consists of a great song? Like what is like okay. what makes a great song to you? Obviously, yeah. a good beat, right? Yeah. But like, what catches your eye? Maybe like for a great song. Mine is all feeling. So there's a couple song. There's almost every single one of these songs, and in, like initiates a response that makes you feel a certain way, think where, of a certain thing, and the response yeah. is goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Heart yeah. rate, and then I just rip, just rip that yeah. knob on the. And you're like, 
I don't care how loud this is. I'm yeah, listening to yeah. it and mm-hmm. screaming it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. For me, you know, I have a different like I, I, you know, being a musician. I'm not saying like not discrediting what you constitute a great song, but like being a musician, singing, like I'll get goosebumps just from hearing somebody hit a note. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll give me goosebumps. So hearing a harmony will give me goosebumps. You know, and then like for me, I I, I don't listen to lyrics as much as I listen to melodies. So I'm, my ear focuses because I'm just I'm listening to the notes and the arrangement of them, and and then obviously you know being a drummer, obviously if it's a fucking nice beat and and the rhythm section is laying it down, you know I mean a lot of the songs I have on on here is like heavy on the bass yeah. and the drums, uh, and then just like a good funky beat. But that's what's so awesome about music is you know you have people that. Uh, go crazy for Taylor Swift. And then you have like, uh, you know, people that love the Bee Gees, you know, and it's yeah, like, I love the Bee Gees. Me too. I, I, I mean, they um, didn't make the list spoilers, but you know, yeah. I do love them. To me, it was, it's a number one, right? The bed has to be a song that if it's on, I'm not changing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I got to listen to it through the end. Lyrics are a big thing to me. Um, I honestly thought I was going to go the more like you, like kind of groove and like, yeah. But like when I actually sat down and thought about like songs, what they meant to me and like yeah. ones that I like really, really connect with. It was, it was like a, always a lyric and like, um, just like the song is solid. Yeah. And it's, there's not a part of the song where I'm like, okay, you know, I'm kind of over the song now. Um, I just need to listen to that song from beginning to end. It's just a perfectly constructed song. What about you, Robbie? What was your guidelines? Same thing with you. Like, honestly, like if I'm in a shuffle mode on Spotify and th- th- this song comes on, I'm not changing no matter what. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's my, 50 it listened to i'm not changing it i think um the way it makes me feel like you guys like if, if the goosebumps without a doubt yeah. uh random memories of like mm-hmm. when i first heard that song and what that song meant to me like that's the number one list so that's what that's what i went off of that was the one thing i kind of tried to stay away from was like the the memory well I, yeah if i had put a lot of thought into it i probably would have went down that because I, yeah. I could give you a whole different list for yeah. for that and honestly you'd probably exactly. be you know, we know Cousin Sean was listening. It would be that oldies mixtape that my grandfather had when we used to go on family vacations. It's like, help me, Rhonda. Yeah, uh, yeah. My boyfriend's back. And, you know, like all, all those fucking old doo-wop songs and stuff like that. All the oldies. He had like the greatest mix. So for me, all those family vacations early on, that was a soundtrack to those vacations. I was because two songs jumped when you said that. Two songs jumped over my head that have to do with Robbie. One is Oh What a Night. Yeah, for some nice. reason, yeah. we just remember <laughs> Robbie with that song. And uh, Daft Punk, Get Lucky. Yeah. All right. Or Giorgio by Mortar. Unbelievable. Like, we probably listened to that song, you playing darts and drinking yeah. at my brother's house like a million times. So, I, right. could, I could definitely give you a list of. Yeah, of you know, 10 I'm rock hard. That, let's get into it. All right, let's do it. Number 10. All right, before anybody gets their panties in a bunch, one song per, per artist. artist. Yeah. Okay, so number 10 for me would be International Players Anthem by UGK. <laughs> nice. Let's go. Featuring Outcast. I love this song so much. I love it because. Of one person and one person only, Andre Three Thousand, mm-hmm. an amazing start off to the song. He's finally get he's actually finally getting married, yeah. hypothetically, and he's basically writing a list to all his ex flames, saying, "Hey, listen, I got this one chick. That's it. Get out of here. We're done now. Me and you know, me and her are getting <laughs> married. And then like his friends in the song are telling him, "Don't do it." And like each like Pimp C, Bun B, and Big Boy, all those guys are just you know talking about the Different women in their lives. Yeah. You know, they're not really faithful in within the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least Andre three thousand and his lyrics are the reason why it makes a song. And the sample by uh Willie Hutch, I Choose You, is top notch. And that's you know, that 
makes me come back to this song over and over again. It's the old like 60s, 70s soul sample that makes the beat. And Andre's lyrics are just just top notch. Maybe I think maybe his best, and I'm saying maybe his best lyrics in this song. Really? He's a well coming in hot. I got I got I got a couple things to say right out of the gate. Number one, oh boy, amazing. Thank right? you. <laughs> the, this guy doesn't fuck around. The legal pad and the pen <laughs> put to great use. All to give a quick, brief history, laid this the sample knowledge on you. Who is going to follow that? Not me, because now I'm regretting everything I wrote down <laughs> and my lack of preparation. I'll go next, and I'll go with. This is a a band that I don't think anybody that knows me would say when they think of this band, they think of me, and it's probably not a band that I really like that much. But this song is a, a a stunner and it's Soundgarden Black Hole Sun. Okay. Yo, uh, hey, I like that song. I like all the interpretations over the years yeah. people covering it. Uh my favorite I think what got me into the song was the acoustic version he did on Howard Stern. Like it was just him. Ooh. Fantastic. Um but I do I am giving you Black Hole Sun proper with the whole band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking awesome song. Um like you said just like so many ways people take it and yeah. it can mean so many different things to you. And Chris Cornell just kills it in this song. So that is my number 10. That was literally on my list until today. Really? Oh, wow. Literally until today. Really? I was like, this is so emo of me to put on. I love that song, too. I'm going to tell you something right now. When I was making this list, I think a lot of my music does hit me in the feels in like an emo type way. Yeah. And, and that's a perfect transition as to why I picked my number 10. All right. Let's hear so it. So number 10. By Third Eye Blind. Nice. Semi-Charmed Life. Okay. Nice. I have zero understanding of what it is to be an addict of whatever. I think it's heroin in that song. Or meth. Or, or it meth. It's just a song that every time it comes on, I sing along with it. And it's one of those that you don't change. And I'm like, this is like quintessential, like 90s post-grunge. Oh, yeah. In between like punk rock and emo rock. It was just... It's one of my favorite songs of all time. The best part of that song is the fact that it's so, like, in your face. And, like, it, it's like you get happy vibes from it. It is. And right off the bat, too, it's a very recognizable drum fill that takes yeah. you into that song. Real quick, though, just to throw some shade on your number 10, somebody who saw them recently in concert, they didn't play any of their hits. Really? Not a single one. Really? So and for it, that reason alone, I'm out. <laughs> at, at a time, too, where, like, everybody's hitting the nostalgia. That's what I mean. Dude, I saw, I saw uh, Seosin. Mm-hmm. It's a deep cut. Talk about emo, yeah. you know. Uh, but the singer that uh, Anthony Green, a genius and my favorite, yeah, of Seosin. So, Man. yeah, and then he was uh, he Circus left. Survive. Then he before... left and made Circus Survive. Oh, that's the new. Okay. Well, in any case, so it was a Seosin show. His no, but mo- then he came back to Seosin. Yeah. Well, yeah. Whenever it was, I don't know if it's when he came back. Yeah, neither here nor there. But the point is, the, his biggest song was uh, Seven Years or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He did that song twice because the crowd wanted it so badly. So Damn. as Third Eye Blind, how are you not going to play Semi Charm? How are you not going to play Jumper? How are you not going to play? That's it. Yeah, that's all I know. There's a lot. No, there's a lot. Graduate. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Is that well, the graduation song? literally gra- is it graduate? We were graduating. Oh yeah. We listened to that. We listened to the self-titled album when we did the road trip, and front to back again, we were like. This album it's on pretty, its own. Pretty flawless. Yo, real quick. I mean, it's going to be tangents galore. That's why this is going to be the bulk of the episode talking about these songs. But another great 90s band, though, Jim Blossoms. That really got yeah, into now. I, mean, I didn't like their whole catalog, but Hey Jealousy, a great song of the it's 90s. A fantastic song. But to cap that 10 spot, like you said, 
the fact that they made a really sad message in the song sound happy oh, yeah, through that's where music I was with my thing. is literally part of the, when you step back from singing the lyrics out loud and you're like, holy shit, this is really sad. Yeah. What were you going to say? I wanted to like, piggyback of what Steve was saying about um, Third Eye Bond and not, they're not playing like their hits. I don't want to shout out any other podcast, but I'm going to do it. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, 60 songs that explain the 90s. It goes through like a bunch of songs in the 90s. They talked about uh, that Third Eye Blind song, Semi Charm Kind of Life, and they went in deep, like how much of a, almost how much of a dick the lead singer is. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. That's, wow. why, that's why I stopped uh, liking. Um... No offense to your list. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, I'm just going to shit all over it real quick. I'm I mean, not the front quick, man. Let me just wipe my ass with. Uh... No, but you, I was, what well, you yeah, were saying, yeah, like yeah, how yeah. he didn't play anything. Like, he's yeah. just like. How are you going to not play? Like, that's I... what puts you on the map. And that was a time when one hit wonders. That was like, you know. That yeah. was it. All you needed was one song on, like, you know, all the movies, and then you were set. Um, you guys want to hear my number 10? I do. Yeah. Please. You know, I want to shout out real quick. I got I to gotta send this out to Ryan. We know you're listening. You know your boy didn't put him in any particular order. I'm just going <laughs> to rifle him off. I'm going to give you my number 10 right now is I Only Have Eyes for You by the Flamingos. Okay. Got to kick it off with the doo-wop. Talk about a feeling. Uh, I mean... Uh, Bronx Tale, you know what I mean? Like, and that that song particularly always reminds me of sitting in like you know those houses in Queens are right on top of one another, so yeah. you only have the width of the driveway separating. So, but you know that's where you do like the backyard barbecues and yeah. stuff. So just yeah. being back there, my dad's side of the family, uh, you know, listening to Duop and that song sticks out. It's American a classic. Flags waving everywhere. Yeah, you know, I, I, hand hand on the chest. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's my number ten. All right, I like that one. Copacabana, Henry Hill, <laughs> Joe Pesci. <laughs> Number nine. So we're from Long Island, right? Yeah, All, boy. Uh, Long Island boys. Unfortunately. So I have to uh, show some respect to the legend himself. Number nine is Scenes from an Italian Restaurant oh, nice. by Billy Joel. Um, let me get my legal pad out and my pen. <laughs> um, seven minute song. I don't have the attention span anymore, but this is one of the songs that really really gets to me. I think Billy Joel is great. I think his storytelling is unbelievable. Um, obviously, this takes place in an Italian restaurant. But I think the great thing about the song is that we all know, like, uh, a Brenda and Eddie, right? Yep. We all know people that maybe, yep. you know, high school lovers, maybe, I don't want to say, like, maybe peak too soon in <laughs> yeah, life, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know people like that, like, yeah. you know, this is the prom king, the prom queen, and, you know, now they're not doing so much in life. But, I mean, this is the song that, I love from Billy Joel, my favorite Billy, Billy Joel song. I think that um, it's just a great song. I think he's unbelievable. I saw him in concert live. Amazing. Yeah, it's a great show. He's like 60, 70 years old, just crushing it. Yeah. Um, I do have a Billy Joel story, if you want me to say Let's it. Go. Yeah, Please. Please. Hey, this is what the podcast is. All right. So um, my dad was a road manager for a band, and they were up in Vermont, and my dad was, you know, setting up the stage for the guys, and his band and Billy Joel was there and he wasn't Billy Joel back at the time. I think, I think he had a group called the Hassles. Okay. Oh, wow. So Billy Joel had this stage set up and my dad accidentally tripped over Billy Joel's wires and Billy Joel absolutely tore into him. Huh, really? Yeah. If I can curse, he said, what the fuck are you doing? Don't you see the wires are here? Oh, and just man. laced my dad completely clean. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. So I, I even, 
verified a story last night. I said, I'm going on a podcast. Tell me the story. <laughs> really? <laughs> I need your stamp. Yeah. Which I, I would thought you were going through. He, Billy was like, oh, no problem. And he like helped him set it back up. No. That's right. This, this is at the height of his drinking days. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Because I was going to say, Billy Joel, now you, you don't really hear a bad word about him. But nah, that was that was Mr. Hit Run, Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> is this what you wow. got with your money? Um Oh, well, also a fun fact. I don't know. I don't know if this transpired on a podcast. If it made it made its way to a podcast, or if it was through text with cousin Charnel, but also Billy Joel drove over his friends, uh, his buddy from high school's yeah. front lawn. So you know, wow, just doing damage out there in Oyster Bay. Uh, this is going to be the only time I do this, as far as the list go, and like tip my hand a little bit. You going to add a Billy Joel song on? No, no, no. Billy Joel didn't make my list. I know people out here that are going to be upset, and I was a little upset myself leaving them off. Because there are albums and songs of his, his that I can listen to front to back and not turn off. But I don't know. I don't know. For me, Billy Joel is more like the compilation of everything that he's done. Mm-hmm. That makes him so great to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And just like you're saying about scenes from the Italian restaurant, I love the, the, the way he can tell a story and like play out this whole thing where you could see scenes of an Italian restaurant in your head. Like you could see that whole yeah. thing. New York State of Mind, you could see that whole thing. Piano Man, you could see that whole thing in your head. Um, so not to get too far down the the, the Billy Joel hole, nice um, the BJ hole. <laughs> From the BJ hole to my number nine, easy. <laughs> I went Bob Marley. Get up, stand up. Nice, Ooh, nice. Spoiler, job. spoiler. He's on my uh, list. And yeah, the reason I went with this one was this is this is a little bit of the the groove that gets me. And I went back and forth on a lot of Bob Marley songs to get on this list. Yeah. But to me, again, so this was the groove argument, yeah. but also the lyric argument. Mm. And I love the lyrics of this song. Yeah. Um, there are a couple songs like that for, for Bob Marley, but this yeah, is sure. just the, the perfect combination of the groove and the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's maybe, I, I would probably say Redemption Song is probably my favorite song by him, yeah, but I think I like this song a little bit more. Dude, he's yeah, a man, great song. He's, he's, he's an artist that I, I mm-hmm. wish I could have seen. I've seen his band, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with his son, one of his sons, you know, fronting that. I even saw, uh, I forget what theater it was, Audi or maybe Northport or something like that. I took my mom right when I had moved back, early 2020, and we saw the Whalers. Uh, man, I just, I love reggae music. I mean, that's, if I had to pick one genre, which is like, I mean, extremely hard to do, it would be reggae, though. I mean, I just, I love that music just on vibes alone. I mean, yeah. you can't not think about a beach, you know, like a sunny day, you know, just like everything about summer when you listen to reggae music. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know what gets me in the feelings? My number nine. It's Ironic by Alanis Morissette. Oh, nice. 95, baby. Okay. You know, okay. Why, you know why I love that song? Another sing-along song. Yeah. And the song Ironic, the lyrics aren't ironic at all, which makes it ironic. Yes. <laughs> and that is why you are on my list, Alanis. And she is a gem of a human being, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. she's... Hell that was going to be my fun fact I gave you, like the fact that they're not ironic, but that does make the song ironic. It's so big brain galaxy adjacent. <laughs> yeah, it was just <laughs> meta shit. Um, good pull. Uh, my number nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this at number nine because I don't want it to be too high up on the list. Three Eleven. Okay. Champagne. Great song. Off beautiful disaster. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One of my favorites. I man, just the that Qtron. It's the electro harmonics Qtron pedal given the guitar mm-hmm, that if it bubbly. Bum, 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 yeah. bum. 
man, I hear that and I just want to do all the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and and obviously, you know, Champagne, California on the brain. I listened to that song so much before I moved to California. Then when I got into California, I listened to that for the first time in California. Yeah. Uh, never it just listen, made me feel good. Never listened to 311 until I met Ben. I believe it. When I was <laughs> 13 years young. Uh, yeah, dude, that's that's a great song. There's there's a bunch of 311 songs. Yeah, that I, I had, had to put it on there. I mean, it's literally not because they're my favorite band of all time, um, but I mean, it I, again for me, feeling and memories and stuff. Went to so many 311 shows with with you know groups of us and traveled to see them. Went on a cruise to mm -hmm. see them and then got introduced to uh, Bad Rabbits. Mm -hmm. uh, man. God, now just saying Bad Rabbits, the fact that I don't have one of their songs from like American Love yeah. on uh, on my list is a bummer. But but yeah, I had, to, I had to have them on there because they're just one of those bands for me. But One of my favorite drum beats too. Such a great drum beat. On uh, yeah, Champagne? It's just so tight. Yeah, yeah. It's just so tight. Shout out Chad That's Sexy. all I need in a, in a drum beat, honestly. Yeah. Something like super tight. That's all anybody needs. Yeah. Anything past just like, you know, chopping wood as they say, you know, the, the average listener is not going to be like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Love um, it. Yeah. Number eight. Number eight. First off, Bad Rabbits, dead to me. I know. Oh, man, oh, you never know. heard that story. You had a bad experience? Yeah, very bad. He clammed up a little bit when, and uh, Fredwa, the singer, is a little standoffish, I think, in general. Uh -huh. He's just like an introverted type of guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Robbie was like, he just like saw him walking outside, like just like pointed at him. He's like, Bad Rabbits. Uh, <laughs> and and Fred Outside Rob, of the show, or you randomly saw him? Outside of the show. Yeah, before, before the, the show. show. Oh, before the show. I okay. had a couple of... Um, cocktails, cocktails, a couple, <laughs> a couple of Cleveland steamers, <laughs> some beef eaters, yeah. and I did like that was like the first time I saw her, like semi-famous person, like yeah, and I just freaking went like a loser. It's like Baby Rabbit's Benny. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at my I had twenty heads, and yeah. I haven't listened to them since. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah. Embarrassing. What was hey. the look? Let me. Yeah. Oh no, we're getting yeah. the big side eye yeah. with a lean. Oh, such a such a loser it happens man yeah, it it happens. i mean christian cohen uh as i say i don't think you could ever i mean <laughs> on the streets of new orleans this dude ran up to nick hexham just it's like nick hexham was leading a parade down like whatever street that was the main one there and uh just yell like right in his face do you have any idea what it's like to be you <laughs> oh, i think you're absolved that was, that's not that, as bad as mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm i may be exaggerating a bit for you know you know, like the in the beginning of uh, what was his the shrink next door uh, dramatization of the following <laughs> yeah. events. Oh man! But what was uh, his reaction to your brother? I believe he he's like, yeah, I know what it's like to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Stone cold sober, by the way. Yeah, yeah I think so. Well, <laughs> maybe not. All right, number eight. All right, so I had two. The first one I had uh, was Snoop Dogg. Ain't no fun if the homies ain't have can't mm -hmm. have none. And I went back, listened to the lyrics, and I said, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. This is, cannot go on here. I said, I don't want the unofficial intelligence part to be canceled. I don't want it to be canceled. I think we've said worse. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> it's filled with misogyny and just disgusting stuff. But you know what? Sometimes you do have to take that as a, it was, it's, a t it's an era. It's a, what is yeah. it? A history piece. It's yeah. a historical piece. Yeah. Dude, there's some artwork from the Renaissance You're right. of killing <laughs> of babies and whatnot. And people still love them. Nine so. years old. I was a nine-year-old boy. Santa got the album, so that's Santa's fault. Yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't do the uh, parental advisories. <laughs> he didn't give a crap. Santa's in his workshop. He's like, he wants what? <laughs> Doggy <laughs> style? <laughs> does his Does his mom know about this? <laughs> well, all right. So I switched it. I didn't want it. You know, I didn't want it to come back to haunt me. So I went. Ben E King 
Stand By Me. Nice. 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 I first heard this from the movie Stand By Me. Um, Great movie. Loved it. Um, Pie scene. Leeches scene. Yeah, the leeches scene. Yeah. Pie scene just got me for the rest of my life to throw up scene. Disgusting. But I think it's a beautiful song. I think that initial bass line Mm -hmm. just hooks you. And, and, and it's simple. And Stand By Me, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I almost put Lean On Me. Nice. On my <laughs> that's list. a good song, though. Yeah, great song. So that's what it was. It's that, that initial bass line, simple, easy. Um, the beautiful meaning behind the song. Yeah. Just like enduring love with somebody that you love. Permission to get freaking sappy here. But yeah. that's what it is. It's like just yeah. somebody sticking with you through the trials and tribulations and just, just a great song. What yeah. a 180 from, from yeah, right? <laughs> the yeah. Snoop Dogg. He, yeah. felt, he felt so bad about the misogyny, yeah, he had to go completely the other direction. <laughs> yeah. And I had to really overcorrect myself. Yeah, let me just say again, the, the, the amount of, uh, of time and effort put into Robbie's list it's is beautiful. commendable. No, 100%. It's Jesus, it, yeah, every, it's, every, every one you list off makes me feel worse and worse about no, my, my life choices. It's a nice start to the number, too. It is. Like it is. Nice, I feel bad for you having to follow that up every I know. time. I try. All right. You're doing good. I'm not going to lie to you. Fantastic <laughs> stuff. Well, hey, listen, we're all fighting for second place here. <laughs> True. Um, my number, do you, are you good? Great song. That's no, it. no, no, I'm saying, uh, that's it. Okay. Yeah, no more. I, I mean, how many times I talk about love? You know, I love love. <laughs> I love, I love, I love love. <laughs> I love love. Um, my number eight, and after this one, we kind of head down one straight path. And this is, this is the last exit before I start heading down that path. Okay. Number eight for me, Michael Jackson, Rock With You. Mm. Nice. Uh-huh. That almost made the list. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, I should, it, I have one particular song reserved for a particular spot on the list. If I didn't have that, MJ would probably be on there. PYT for me. Yeah. See? Song, great and song. that was, again, this is another one where you just, I was listening to a lot of his songs over and over and over again. Yeah. Pick out the one that really hits me. Um, but for me, as somebody that got into Michael Jackson later, um, obviously I knew the hits. Um, yeah. But Off the Wall was one of the first albums I listened to, and I just love that album so much, beginning to end. And Rock With You, I just think is, not that I would get bored of other ones of his songs, but they're definitely ones that I'm like, yeah, no, I've heard it a lot. You know, I can, I'm okay with skipping this one, but Rock With You to me is like, is, is his perfect dance song. All right. It is a great song. It is a good one. I feel like it also gets overlooked, because even for me, when I was making this list, I had Thriller on there, and I'm like, I... I like the song, but when I when it first comes on, I'm like, all right, yeah, I know this, and I skip it. But then I was like, that's why it's not even on this list. But and just skipping through Ben's list. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, you, you only get two more, and then Ron, hey, I just want to say what I'm going to do after this is uh, I'm going to compile one big Spotify playlist playlist of all of our favorite songs. We'll get that, get that yeah, up nice. in the link tree. Yeah, yeah. hey, nice. Uh, but I think like especially that I think like. Maybe Thriller was the last album that I was like, oh, this, he's, he's really hitting it. Yeah. Now, after that, I was like, eh, a couple of hit or misses. It was yeah. the yeah. most a lot of sold yeah. album ever, right? Yeah. Thriller. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. His music transcends <laughs> boys. <laughs> There's no easy way to say it. I um, mean. And, and to me, Rock With You, like, you can hear a lot of influence on today like you could pretty much yeah, i mean justin timberlake's whole solo career you could probably mm-hmm. pretty much say rock with you is like the genesis <laughs> yeah. of of yeah well i mean if the, if this was uh in the, the theme of music the pop-up video i mean michael jackson taught justin timberlake and jc and the guys from nsync how to dance yeah oh yeah. i didn't know that yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 well without mj you wouldn't have the weekend 
well, artist weekend, maybe producer weekend. Still. Yeah, you still have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. what, the weekend could have snuck into my top ten. Yeah. Didn't spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't really have any like pop. You know, and there's a, there's a lot of people I I, I admire. I mean, Anderson Park, uh, as far as you know, too. but he's not on here. But you want to get into the weekend, like the actual Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when you're done with work. Collecting that cash, mm-hmm. dollar mm-hmm. dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> I put cream. Hell yeah, Wu nice. Tang forever, baby. Nice. I, lo- I love it. Aunt. I love it. It was on my list. There's no reason <clears throat> why I was gonna take it off. It was on the original list and stayed there. So I I would have had that on my list, but because I watched the Kanye doc a few days ago, you switched it. I, out. I changed it. It's the only hip hop hey. song I have on my list. And I like that we have no repeat so far. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, the song speaks for itself. I think my next one's going to be, spoiler, going to be a repeat, but go ahead. <laughs> no, that's it. I mean, the song speaks for itself. Dude, everybody just hitting, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Everybody just hitting out of the park. The, every verse. That, every verse is yeah. just a home yeah. run. Bang. That whole album, man. Ugh. When we were talking about hip-hop before, we, you know, we were talking about Kanye and Jay-Z and stuff. I mean, Wu-Tang, I'd have to pick Wu-Tang as my favorite. I mean, just because you got all... Yeah, you got the Method Man, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you got everybody in there, all with different styles, too. So that's, like, kind of like a... A loophole to like, oh no, it's these twelve guys. Yeah, <laughs> shout out protect your neck. If I went, that was the one thing that that kind of took this song off. Was I think I like protect your neck more than that song. That to me, that's just like the best rap song. Yeah, that's ever. a great one. Um, and uh, is isn't it just called Method Man? M e t h o d man. Amazing yeah. skit. Very raunchy skit. Yeah. Before yeah. that song. Oh, before that yeah. Song. Feeding you. Well, yo, feeding. I was going to make a joke when you were talking about you keep on feeding the yeast. I'm going to sew your dough shut and keep feeding you. <laughs> feeding you. <laughs> disgusting. Put you, I'll put your nuts on the dresser. Just your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yo, ODB was my fave, though. Yeah. yeah. My favorite Rest liquid swords. Liquid swords are the Jizza. Jizza was Jizza's. Jizza's very good. But ODB is just unbelievable. I mean, that birthed, I feel like, well, not today's hip-hop, but the hip-hop that came after it. But, I mean, they have influence, obviously. But, but even like what you said, even like their first individual albums, like Raekwon's, you know, Only Built for Cuban Links, amazing. Mm-hmm. Jizz's Liquid Swords, amazing. Method Man, amazing. Because ODB, amazing. They yeah. are, I'm saying, all, not individually, the they're yeah. all, yeah. Yeah. Like, as a group, they're on like titans but like solo everyone was great mm-hmm. and you just see like it's a i guess a weird thing to to judge them on but you see like the reach that they have there's like so many people that like rock wu-tang stuff i know some people probably do it for style yeah mm-hmm. but like older people like yeah are down with wu-tang mm-hmm. yeah like they're just that even like as raunchy as they got sometimes for some reason they just like they hit everybody's yeah yeah right nerve well we're getting to that time too where it's like you know you know a lot of a lot of the discussions on the halftime show it's like all the adults that were like rocking with the halftime show and they got kids that like yeah 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 yeah. why is mom singing mary j blige (laughs) but then like as so uh, those are becoming the oldies yeah for real (laughs) but like i feel like the appeal and this is the last thing i have to say about that the appeal especially with like hip-hop groups like you had nwa run dmc run run dmc was like more appealing to a, a bigger breadth of audience like later on when they did their yeah. like Aerosmith stuff, but like NWA was like looked at like as a criminal thing, mm-hmm. but like Wu Tang always kept it light and funny, and I don't know. And then they had that whole spin with like 
you know, the Saturday day, like Kung, Kung Fu movies. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, I don't know. It was like a cool culture that they made. Yeah. No, Shouts to the Wu-Tang. 36 Chambers. Uh, what is this, number eight? Number eight. Number eight. For me, uh, gonna stay with the old soul. It's Bring It On Home To Me by Sam Cooke. Nice. That was a last minute off the list for me. Really? Well, then I'm glad it's on mine because yeah. it needs to be represented. It's just a feel good song. I do Great love, song. I Great do love song. all the songs that have almost made everybody's list. It makes me feel yeah. good about some of the choices. You know, and I could give you a t- every song on the Sandlot soundtrack. Come on. <laughs> Banger. His live version um, at the Harlem Square Club of that song, of that version, is unbelievable. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not, not familiar. You should check but... it out. It's, it's just him like, Two and a half minutes of just like talking to the crowd, like just like getting ready to go, and then it just goes right into the song, and it's just immediate. Ladies just bras on stage, <laughs> yeah, panties on the stage, and it's all over. It's just unbelievable. His voice is amazing. Right, yeah, I well, love those like stripped down, very intimate versions of the song. And I and just based on what you were saying, it reminded me of uh, uh, "Take on Me," mm-hmm. "Aha," whatever the fuck. Um, have you ever heard him do the acoustic one? That's like super slow. I think I did. Yeah, dude. It's like beautifully eerie, but it's fucking, you can't stop listening yeah. to it. It's so good. At least he's got a great, a great voice. In yeah. It. Yeah. Anyways, number seven. Number seven for me, back on the love thing. Could you be loved by Bob Marley? Nice. Yeah. Love, nice. that song. love that song. So many iconic Bob Marley songs that I could have picked from, but this one just hits me from the minute the song starts. Beat, a little beat that comes in. I love, like, it's, Open to interpretation, I think, like the message of that, that song. Maybe he's talking about kill whitey, I can't stand colonialism, like all stuff like that. I don't know what it means. It's probably a good possibility. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> don't you dare come, you know, taking my land, um, you know, British people, but sorry. Um, the thing that I love the most is that it's open to interpretation for me. Like the, the lyrics in the song, if I could read a couple off, like, um, let me see. It's like the one that I love the best and I still go back to is the road of life is rocky and you may stumble too. So while you point your finger, someone else is judging you. Mm-hmm. And you always go back to that. And like, uh, if you're judging somebody, well, guess what? Somebody else is judging you. And, and you know, the same, the same vein as you. So I think that's the little messages in that song is what I love about it. And it just, you know, um, don't let them change you. Don't let them rearrange you. Mm-hmm. Simple stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you have your own mind. Think mm-hmm. of your, think of what you're doing and don't, you know, go back to the, somebody's other stuff that you don't want to do like just stick with what you have and you know that's what i love i love that song beautiful i love him yeah beautiful this guy's citing lyrics now well i didn't think we're in round seven i didn't think he'd take it up another level (laughs) but he just did i can't even we're not even top five i I do want to piggyback on the lyric uh because i it was just one of those and i'm not like i'm not a big lyric guy but sometimes you know they really do speak to you and, and a lot of times really but uh i always liked his line, one good thing about music, when it hits, you feel no pain. Because mm-hmm. it's like, when you break it down, you're like, oh, damn, it, it could, it, it, the beat pounds, but it never causes any pain. Yeah. And when you listen to the song and it just hits your chord, like you can forget about your troubles and, yeah. and all that stuff. Um, and and going back to my Bob Marley song, like, again, that was the lyric set. It's, it's a paraphrase of a, a cliche, but still just like in the context of the song, when he's like, you can fool some people sometimes, but you can't fool mm-hmm. all the people all the time. Yeah. And stand up for your right and like not. Um, a lot of that song is about religious people and like using God as a reason to do evil things or like mm-hmm. yeah. they only live because they, you know, they feel like um, 
they're going to ascend to heaven. And, and part of the message of the song that I had was, um, you know, heaven is on earth like mm. right now and like make yeah. the best of your life and stand up for your rights and all that kind of stuff. So Bob Marley, man, when his lyrics hit, man, and they do a lot, they fucking all hit. The time. Yeah. They hit. Oh, yeah, he was, he was a, you know, political activist in his yeah. own right, you know, with, with the message that he was, you know. Quickly off, I did, like, um, what was it? Oh, you got a mind of your own, so go to hell, what you're thinking isn't right. So it's just like you thinking about you. Like, yeah. like don't let anybody change what you, what's in your head or what you think is right. Yep. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad he made your list and it sounds like he's making yeah, your yeah, list he's, too. Yeah, so. yeah, he's on mine and I, he's going to be... He's probably going to be in the top three for me. Love it. Ooh. Uh, mine number seven. And I, I honestly, this deserves to be on the list. And, but it was the one that I had the most trouble putting on the list. Okay. Because I thought it was going to make everybody else's list. And it's very much cliche. My neck. My <laughs> yes. back. I don't know how you got it. It was going to be originally my list, lip gloss is popping. But uh, <laughs> in the end, I landed on Foo Fighters Everlong. Hell yeah. Just because. Thank you for putting Dave on the list. Come on, man. It's just a perfect song. Yeah, it is. Really not much else you could say about it. Just a fantastic song. Yeah. It's quiet when it needs to be, and it punches you in the face yeah. when it needs to. And you can pick. I don't care if you want the rock version or the acoustic version. Dude, it is just. The Skin and Bones album is yeah. one of my favorites. Just, just, a per, just a perfect song. <sighs> Shout out Foo Fighters. Yeah. Shout out Grohl. And again, the Foo Fighters, I was like, well, let me pick another Foo Fighters song. But I was like, you know what? If it's going to be a Foo Fighters song, it just has to be at Yeah. Long. Spoiler alert. I'll give you an honorable mention right now. Generator. Okay. Fucking love that song. Dude. With the, uh, he's got the. Um, the vocorder. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Love that song. Just yeah. shout out Dave Grohl in general. Yeah. For real. And you want to throw a monkey wrench into things? Nice. <laughs> <Hey>. Number seven. <laughs> Levels by Avicii. Oui. We're getting into the, the real exciting music. The ones that when you hear it, you drop, you put your drink down. Yeah. And you're moving. Right to the dance floor. Right to the dance floor. Or right in, right in front of your bar stool. Stopping people from getting their gin and tonics. <laughs> Cleveland steamers. Cleveland steamers. Beef eaters. Yeah, the doors and water there, please. Doers. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's the guy who smokes too many cigars and inhales them. It's a, it's a, new, it's a new character he's working on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are we at? Number seven? Yeah. Yeah, because my list is in order anyways. You bastard. Um, you know what? I'm going to stay with the old soul. It's going to be the last one, but we're picking up the BPMs. Use me, Bill Withers. Yeah. All right. That'll you want get... to talk about iconic, you know, as soon as you hear that synth. Mm. Or, yeah, I mean, I guess it's, I don't know if that's a, a bass line or if it's a, a synth. Like Rhodes or piano so, or... Yeah, because I mean, it's. Just an electric piano, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. But I mean, iconic and that, makes, that makes me move funky. The, the, the drum beat too. Yeah. Oh my God, just the, the cross stick. Yeah. You know, just so tight with the hi-hat. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was always about the, like I said, the boom, you know, so yeah. just love that song. Good groove, man. And R.I.P. Bill Withers. That was the song I heard when I walked in the door today. Was it that one or Lo uh, Lovely Day? No, it was. Because oh, Lovely Day, almost, oh, that's right. I said I played that after that and I was like, this was almost on there, yeah. but I went with Use Me. I love it. It's a great song. And it's always in like a fucking awesome scene. That's what I'm saying. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bill has tons yeah. of hits. All right. Number, number six. six. Number six. 
Al Green, mm. tired of being alone. Oof. I'm so tired of being mm-hmm. alone. Once those, beautiful, by the way. For real. Great voice. By the way, once those horns come in, in the beginning, yeah. it's just, it's just go time. Mm. If the song is like a nice, hot plate of flapjacks, <laughs> then Al Green, butter. Al Green is the butter uh-huh. and the syrup yes. Yo, we got and the, the utensils. <laughs> we might have to add a fourth person to the show. Like, what the hell? I mean, I might get kicked off. <laughs> Come on, stop. I just writing. said levels. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's, that's a banger. I love that song. I have uh, heard this first heard a song uh, in the movie Dead Presidents. If anybody's ever oh, seen it, yeah, yeah. Uh, spoiler: alert, It's when Chris Tucker overdoses on. Come on, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's still too soon. Yeah, with Al's playing in the background of Soul Train, singing this song, Ooh. and just a great song. I think, like, I feel like I'm getting like sentimental with all my stuff. I feel like, but we said the reason why you pick these songs is because yeah. it has an emotional I feel, thing to it. I feel like all of us are in one point or another in a time where like you know what and it sucks being alone mm-hmm. i gotta find somebody and you know i think we've all been there i don't think yeah. if anybody's listening it says oh no i've never been you're, you're a crazy. freaking liar hey yeah. yo uh, yeah. i'm raising my hand right now for all the people that can't see me hey don't preaching to the choir and i think that's it i feel like i'm going you know i'm, I'm going way too in depth that's just no hey, no you know what yeah this but, podcast needs it because we didn't do as much work, clearly. And number two... You're, you're the butter and the fucking syrup on this podcast yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. The whole damn restaurant. <laughs> for real. You're IHOP, bro. They, they booted me Say out no because more. I didn't have any shoes on. Um, oh, dude, I love, I love Al Green. He did an album, one of his more recent ones, where uh, Questlove produced. And did all the drums for it and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, man, I used to play that all the time. I used to have a, like, a full recording setup with like legit studio monitors uh, i got them early on like when i first started working uh for guitar center they did like a deal directly through the vendors uh, jbl made these speakers for all the audio heads and files out there. It's the jbl lsr 4328s these things were like i think at their peak i think they were like 1400 bucks each and i got them for 600 or something like that oh. directly through jbl uh, and, you know, it was like a one-time thing. You had to take like a test, you know. <laughs> um, but that was always like the best part of my gear was these speakers because I would have never, you know, if I didn't work for them, obviously I wouldn't have spent that on that. But I was just bumping Al Green nice. on those things. <laughs> like even like going back and doing like YouTube, like old Soul Train. Yeah, there's a video of Al like just in like a sling. And just crooning to the audience, and he's got like one red rose. He's just handing it out to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Girls are going crazy. What is this patch on? Yeah, <laughs> that's and awesome. just his voice is. I I love his voice. I, you know, I love everything about it. And this is a good song, man. Everybody yeah, yeah. I, th- I I missed I missed on my list with the soul. I, I really did. I, I he was totally overlooked by me, and like hearing some of these songs. Yeah, that, I mean, honestly, I'm still happy with my list, but yeah, these are all great songs. I was gonna make you know, besides Robbie being the fucking absolute. <laughs> Highlight of this episode, yeah, we're gonna have a banger ass playlist oh, really to are. share with y'all. I, we really so. are. I'm gonna take a road trip just so I can listen to it. You're gonna be able to on our playlist go to the club, maybe give them the aux cable like you were talking about earlier. <laughs> Keep the playlist going for the ride home to get you pumped up with some rock, and then when you slip into the sheets with that special lady, you mm-hmm. yeah. Now on comes out. Yeah, we got, we got one. We got, we got you're gonna be with the songs. You're gonna be bringing home tons of whatever you want. Yeah. 
Whose turn is it right now? Uh, I believe it's mine, number six. Uh, I went with, this is a band that I, if you put a gun to my head, I would tell you I'm a fan of everything probably after this album. Okay. Um, and as their music ages and, get, and they get older and make new music, I tend to like that more and more. But I went with, from Radiohead, Oh, okay. High and Dry. Okay. Don't leave me I love that song. I love that song. Um, I don't remember that part. Honestly. It's on the, it's a B-side. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, there's not a lot I have to say about this song other than it's just one of those songs where I put on and I almost like space out, which is. But which album was that off of? Do you know? um, was that the one that they, you, you pay whatever you wanted for it? No, this is an earlier one. Oh, oh, and oh I yeah, that's right. What am I saying? I don't yeah. want to sound like an idiot. I believe it was the Benz, but let me... Oh, uh, was it the album cover with just, like, the head close-up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the Benz. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, like, like not a lot of emotional attachment to it, even yeah. though it is kind of similar to, you know, the feeling lonely and stuff like that, but yeah, I never attached that to any type of emotion. It was just a song that I heard and just put the headphones on on that song and just, yes. like, space out and just en enjoy it and love it. Uh, quick story on <clears throat> the album I was referring to is In Rainbows. Yes. I think that's the one that they did. Great, great album. album. Great album. When I used to take my breaks, I would sit in my car, and if I was, like, tired, I would put this album on, and I'd just fall asleep for 45 minutes and then go back to work. I love it. And I know a lot of people, again, this is a band that I got into later on, so I didn't have the emotional attachment to them yeah. all playing instruments and, like, them being a band, which yeah. they still are, but... They definitely went more of like the electronic route and kind of like computer rock at this at this point. Yeah. But um, I, I love all their stuff. And then, like I said, as the albums go on, I, I tend to appreciate them more. Nice. What you got for us, Ant? <laughs> We're going back to back dance hits right here. Uh -oh. love it. You guys might remember. We're in a, a coronavirus. This song is by Corona. It's the rhythm of the night. <laughs> this is the rhythm of the night. Wow. The night. Come I on. I love it. It's how a good many, song. How many times There's are you listening to brand new music at a shithole bar, <laughs> and then some old head drops that song, who probably just got divorced, and he's like, I can't wait to go meet some new ladies, and no one knows the song <laughs> except you. And you were like, bro, let me get you a whiskey. And then the rest of the night, you're talking to this guy in an Affliction t-shirt, and you're like, I don't know why. <laughs> but I'm, I'm having a good time. So I, Rhythm of the Night is probably a, my favorite, my favorite um, dance song from the 90s. Love it. What about Scatman? Beep, <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Who who did that one? I have no idea. Oh, wasn't that one of those ringtones that you could buy off the oh, TV? Sure. You had a text six two six. Get your <laughs> ringtone now. Scatman was in an episode of uh, Master of None, I think, season two. Was he? Yeah. Well, the song was the, the song. Yeah. I don't know who this who the yeah, Scatman is. I was like, is. the Scatman, <laughs> Mr. Scat, Lou Bega. No, that's uh, no, Mama, Mama number, number five. five yeah. First name Scat, last, last name, name Man. Yep. Yeah. Scat. Uh, so that was your number six. Uh, let's see what do I got for number six here. Uh, yeah, let's, you know, let me just stay with the soul. Soul till you die. That's it. Shining star, earth, wind, and Ooh, fire. Nice. I almost went sep what uh, September on the list. Yeah, that's a great one too, man. I said I didn't have any BGs. You know, but you know, we could do without disco, I guess. <laughs> but hey, uh, you know, I do like Earth, Wind, and Fire on the list, and I'm glad. That since I left it off, you added it on there. Yeah. It's very diverse, I feel. 
I, you know, I got an eclectic mix, and m- number five is I'm I'm gonna change it up big time. All right, number five. <laughs> number five for me is "What's Going On" nice right, by Ooh, Marvin. Gaye. I was waiting for some Marvin Gaye. I figured you'd be the guy to do it. <laughs> All right, well here comes another big description. Um, nineteen seventy one. The song came out, and he's talking about basically the same stuff we're talking about right. now. Yeah, right? I guess it's a protest song, but you know, violence, war. Uh, those people coming back from war and not having any jobs, unemployment. I think that's the kind of message of this song. Him, him asking, you know, what's going on? And I think that's just a beautiful song by him. I think it's still relevant. We're still doing the same stuff, you know, in 2022 as we were 50 years ago. Yeah. And I think that's that's very, you know, very important. I don't mean to get all freaking... No, it, it just goes to show you that we were always talking about the same stuff mm-hmm. when yeah. it comes to like, you know, the people of this country and how some are treated and some are discarded. Like you were talking about with like people coming home for more. So fantastic song, man. I'm jealous. I didn't have any Al Green or Marvin Gaye, but like I said about Steve, I'm glad that these are making the list anyway. And just his voice is just like, just smooth me, smooth me down. Taste tacular. <laughs> it's also, uh, you know, one of the only artists that, uh, a young Anthony Mackie, told Steve Rogers he needs to listen to, and that was uh, Trouble Man. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, always had uh, poignant things to say and uh, did it in a beautifully musical way. Mm-hmm. You want a fun fact about Marvin Gaye? Uh, of course. I want 10 if you got them. Nah, I got one fun fact. He's got actually one. gay. No. Wait, might have been. Here's my fun fact. Oh. I think of Felice with him and Marlon Brando. What? Who was, getting, who was getting fellaced? I think he, fella- I think Marvin, Marlon Brando fellaced Marvin Gaye. Wow. Wait, ho- hold on a second. Hold on. Is this unofficial <laughs> intelligence? Or is this actual? I believe, from my sources okay. on the dark web, <laughs> this is unofficial okay. intelligence. Wow. Marlon Brando could be so fucking lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some, well, that's why he turned out the. You can't refuse. I'm gonna suck your dick. I'm gonna give you a I'm BJ. I'm pretend it's a sausage and pepper. I'm gonna give you a beach. Are you gonna give me Billy Joel? Nah. <laughs> you no. gonna drunk drive across my lawn? Do you remember how many Italian Americans were up in arms knowing that Marlon Brando was bisexual? It was like a huge problem. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. dude. There was like a whole thing. Because Marlon Brando, I think, was also supposed to play Superman. I think so. He also fellaced well, Mar- Richard Pryor. Yes. Wait, Marlon Brando was in Superman, though. He was. That's right. He, he was. was the, he was the dad. Yeah, my fault. My so Brando's just going around fellation? Yeah. The Quincy Jones was, you know, maybe he was like 85 when he was just letting this out that. Brando was fellation Richard Pryor. What we and then did Marvin, Quincy Jones get fellation by him? No, but Quincy Jones knew. Mm. And then Marvin Gaye was fe- getting fellation by Brando. Wow, I we're know. dropping. Bombs. Yeah, we're dropping. <clears throat> the Godfather was fellation, fellations. <laughs> <laughs> Had fellacious relations. Yep. <laughs> My number five, Pink Floyd. Wish you were here. Okay. Um, another nice. Another song where you just put the headphones on, man, and you could space out and. That whole album, um, to me, is is a friggin' classic. You yeah. know, I know Dark Side of the Moon gets its its thrill with like our generation. And obviously, Wish You Were Here is uh, is up there on a yeah. lot of people's mm-hmm. list. But to me, I still somehow think it's underrated with The Wall and, and all those other albums. But, yeah, uh, Wish You Were Here to me is just lyrics and the and the music 
come together in a perfect song and yeah. it's just something you could space out to and just enjoy. Oh yeah. Totally. That's an awesome song. Mm-hmm. Good pull. Thanks. And now <laughs> to bring down the spirits in the room, we're gonna go with a completely this song ha- the lyrics make no sense at all. But for whatever reason, when the hook and the chorus comes in, you're screaming at the top of your lungs. I'm talking about song two by Blur. Woo! Song two. Oh. Song. That's the name, of it? the name of it is song yep. two. I got my head checked. Nice. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Such a good song. Just, I'm pretty sure that, one that of the just reminds me of hockey. That song. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me. Uh, it was also on FIFA. Was it? Yeah. Long time ago. One of the first bands I was ever in. Shout out Flint. Uh, it was a punk band, but we did, you know, we did like some house parties. One of one of which was at uh, Steve, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we played that song with a few other ones by them. And, and, and like, I just remember one point people were jumping up and we were in set up in his living room and I could feel the floor bowing oh my God. every time people hit the ground. Also did the worm that night. And I thought I chopped my dick off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like, it was a circle around me. I was fucking break dancing, did the worm. And I came down. I, I seriously thought the fucking zipper just cut off the tip. Oh my god! I, I went to the. Ba- I, I I was certain I was bleeding. Well, you had everything s- was okay. You, you had an audience. You you had a full send. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And I, you know, I, like I said, and I finished my routine or whatever I was doing, knowing <laughs> that I blood. very well could have had a fucking. <laughs> yikes. Looks like Carrie. You in almost there. never got fallacious relations again. <laughs> yeah, life. almost never. Yeah, Marlon Brenda. Yeah, <laughs> Brenda. No way. Um. So that's. So number five, number five, five, you guys come up with huge heavy hitters, and I come in with the one hit wonder song two by Blur. Yeah, but that's hey, a great song. I'm not, sta- I'm not staying down, but that's in the top five. Boys. It's gonna make, it's gonna make a great playlist when it's all put together. Yeah, uh, yeah. Number five for me, I'm gonna put it uh, Brooklyn's finest, Jay Z featuring Big. Nice. nice, and that's partially because of the Kanye doc, because like I said, when the scene when they were. When he was listening to that in the in the truck with uh, Talib Kweli and Mostef, that beat is fucking. It's just so good. Could do without the intro. A little too aggro for me. Yeah. Especially if you're driving next to an elementary school and you're stopped mm-hmm. at the light. <laughs> uh, especially at a school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, here it's just called a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, great, great song, and it's got you know two two of the best to ever rhyme. So I mean, that's it. Beautiful. I mean, yeah. Now, I got a question for you now. Who won that song, Jay-Z or Biggie, with their verse? Oh. I don't know, man. But just good. My favorite part is who, who, who's ever the gang vocals doing, Biggie Smalls, make you shit your drawers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also a lyric. I don't know why I like lyrics about shitting yourself, but what's... Uh, <laughs> there's also a lyric on... Uh, oh, man. It's like... I'm blanking on like literally everything that came before it, but it's like I run shit like diarrhea. <laughs> Wasn't oh, that man, Lil like, Wayne? You I mean, don't have no problem with me. You don't have no problem. Oh, I know, I know the song. I don't know the song, but I know the song. Yeah, I'm mad now because I don't know who. No, I know that song, and I can't think. You don't want that's um Chance the Rapper. Yep. Oh yeah, That's Chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you don't want no problem. I think the song is no problems. Yeah, pro- yeah. Chance. I mean, Chance is also another person. Yeah, he, he, I yeah, he's a favorite of mine. Plus, I love. I love. I don't know what the affiliation to the number three is for him, but obviously, you know that that's my number. That's my the day yeah. of my birth. So, I love the hat. My brother bought that hat. Yeah, he was like, "Yo, look what I got!" <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Anyways, I don't know who won. Uh, I mean. 
I don't know. I mean, Jay, I'm not putting Jay Z over Biggie, but maybe that song in particular. I don't know. I mean, I it's agree just a great, it's a well. great song. I yeah. Jay Z, and I'm a Biggie fan more than Jay Z, but I think Jay Z definitely wound up them on that song. Yeah. I'm yeah, always going to go Jay Z. He's my favorite. It's my favorite. <clears throat> Zavy the Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number, number four. four. Number four is an artist that I have grown to absolutely hate. <laughs> oh. Hate, hate, hate in his recent antics. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, 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 love this song. Takashi. Takashi 69. <laughs> Check your drawers. <laughs> you know it's on Steve's list. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me, let me delete that one. <laughs> Kanye West, Runaway. Oh, nice. Yeah. From my favorite album of Kanye, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. My favorite, too. Thank you. An amazing album. His, Incredible. Honestly, Is that the one with Monster? Yeah, yeah Monster. That's the just, only one I know off of that album. Just freaking hits on top of hits off that album. Yeah. His last great album, I think, my in my eyes, but whatever. I'm just a random schmo. Um, I just love the vulnerability in the song. Um, him knowing that he's not, I don't want to say like a good person, but knowing that he's not faithful or he's not this type of person that can stick with somebody that he truly loves. Like he has the temptations and he's going to go find the temptations and he's not going to be that, you know, one woman person, I believe. But also, I love it because the Pusha T uh, brings up Ichabod Crane mm. in the song to describe <laughs> the, his, the top yeah. of his car being off, yeah, yeah. And, which is an amazing thing. And every yeah. time I hear it, I love it. And I think it's genius. And um, that's it. I can't stand Kanye now. <laughs> but this song is unbelievable from beginning to end. It's just top-notch Kanye. It's Kanye in his prime. It's, it's Kanye 1991 Michael Jordan. Like yeah. 1992 Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know, that's what it is to me. And it's my favorite Kanye song. And he has a ton of bangers. But this is number one on my list. Look at you. Look at you. A, look. Lot, of, a lot of the reasons. Oh, that's the song? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. With the piano. Ding, yeah. Yo. Ding. Fuck. <laughs> Yo. Uh, the Night Before. The Christmas movie mm. with Anthony Mackie, Seth yeah, Rogen, and Joseph the... Gordon-Levitt. They play it at uh, FAO Schwartz. Yeah, on the... And I fucking love that part. I, I, I like, max out the, the soundbar and the woofer because it's fucking... Dude, song that, hits. that is such an amazing pull Also, what the album. what's the one, the Toast to the Assholes? That's it. Oh, that's, that's in the song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Let's yeah. have a toast for the douchebag. Air pounded, air pounded. <laughs> uh, and he, let's have a toast. And it's, uh, what about people about never taking days off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking about me, I don't take days Bro, <laughs> that album got me through one of the worst times in my life. And that's why I literally when had, you had the one chip challenge. <laughs> second worst part of my life. We won't go into detail, but it was very dark. Um, but I remember listening to that song, like literally from beginning to end in a CVS parking lot until it restarted. And it was every time just max volume. It's an amazing album. From start to finish, every song, the production, everything he, he did on an album was just his apex, I believe. Mm-hmm. Better, better than just, Watch the Throne? Better than Watch the All Throne. Right. I'll allow it. Emotionally, yes. Yes. Just his going, like him and Amber Rose, like them just, you know, him, that relationship ending and then just all the, the like blame game? Mm-hmm. Just Chris oh, Rock? Just, yes. Chris Rock just throwing freaking <laughs> That's 90, the watch yeah. that he had in the source. <laughs> just 97 miles an hour on the black. <laughs> That's it. I lo- a lot of the reasons you gave for that song were a lot of the reasons why 
I had Kanye Heartless on my another on my list. Song. It fell off, but that that hit just him being vulnerable. And I think how you feel about that album, I feel the same way. But I also feel that way about 808s. Um, we won't get into it now, but I love your reasoning for that song. And, yeah. and it, I think that's that, when Kanye's at his best when he's like mm-hmm. speaking from the soul and not like the whole yeah. So you we know, I, I own everything, and you know, yeah, my yeah. life is awesome. It's it's the the real Kanye that yeah. that I love the most. I miss old Kanye. Me too. I think we all do. Uh, getting back into it. All right, number four for me as a recovered emo and an emo boy yeah. in high school. This is a breakup song that this is the one you need. <laughs> you don't need to be so much in your feels. This is almost a fuck you to somebody. All right. And it's beautiful guitar work. Some people might not like the harmonic in it. Some people may not love the voice, but it's Bob Dylan. Don't think twice. It's all right. Okay. All right. It is. That's who to me, man, the fucking guitar picking and the lyrics of yeah, he's a big lyrics guy. Oh my God. And I could have made, I could give you Bob Dylan was, this is a hard one for me to land on one because there's yeah. so many political songs. Yeah. Love songs, protest songs. Yeah. Um, but to me, man, this song is just awesome. And it's like the final fuck you to a girl as she's walking out the door on you. And that's the, that's the kind of breakup song you need. Not the, I'll never love again. I'll never be happy again. This is the one that like, fine. It's like, these, the, these are like the songs that like get you over the hump of the breakup. Yeah. yeah. That like, you're like, All right, I'm ready to fucking GTL right now. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Um, it's t-shirt time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bob Dylan, one of my favorite artists of all time. Nice. So much so that I sat in a parking lot at Jones Beach when I didn't have tickets, just hoping to hear the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, wasn't able to, but mm. probably the only person I'd ever do that to. Still haven't seen him live. Yeah. It's a little rough right now because you don't know where his voice is at. He's an old guy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get to see but him for one his day. style, though, you know, to, like the latest stuff, isn't It's more like... He did, it's like slam poetry while playing yeah, guitar. And, and he, man, he like if you listen to his uh, Nashville sound, sounds ab- album, mm-hmm. he puts on this voice. It's not raspy. It's just like he's he, like singing like this, <laughs> and like just like trying to do this wannabe country voice. Dude, man, he's all over the place, and that's what I, I kind of love about Yo, him. Speaking of country, very absent on all our lists. Oh yeah, but well, but, but shout out to country though. Shout out to old country. No, yeah, I mean, Wagon I'm not Wheel? talking. I'm not talking Hank Williams. Wasn't, yeah, didn't no. Bob Dylan talk about Casey Musgraves? Didn't Bob Dylan write Wagon Wheel? Uh, maybe. I'm Speak. pretty sure he wrote it. Maybe he's yeah. one of those guys too that that wrote probably a lot of songs that you're like, oh wait, shit, that's his. Yeah, dude. A, a lot of people, arguably, I, I won't say one way or the other, made some of his songs better. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Don't think twice. It's all right. Isn't along covered. the Watchtower. All along the watchtower. I mean, <laughs> Jimmy made that a fucking right. song. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, hurricanes I, a banger. Yeah, hurricanes a banger. I, I could go on and on. do Bob Dylan, man. I can go on and on and on about. I yeah. won't do it right now, but but just know if you want to talk Bob Dylan, anybody out there, yeah, come, come to me. We'll send talk Bob Dylan. send us an email. Hi at UI Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Steve, no offense. Uh, Casey Musgrave, amazing stuff. That's not, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. some country and and you know and, and country is one of those genres today. That are still like doing it with the musicianship, not to take away from other bands and other genres, but you know, they're very much about the live instruments still in in the recording process. You could tell all the pop stuff and even a lot of the rock, the newer rock and stuff like that today, it's like way overproduced, you know, sound replacer on the drum, like, you know, it's just not real. You could tell they're virtual instruments because it's just this big production 
and then the band is like, oh, we'll put that together after the fact. Yeah, fuck but country dude. music, man, like Chris Stapleton is dude. Chris Stapleton, dude, incredible. He's he's probably my favorite country artist. I have no I doubt. have his record on vinyl. No doubt. Um, yeah. What's it? What's the Tennessee whiskey? Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's got so many. Gary Clark Jr. kind of toes Gary the line Clark a bit. Jr. Very good with uh, not not country, but just like that. You know, I don't know. Uh, number so, four. Number four. Who's up? And number you're up. four. I'm gonna make. We see your Bob Dylan, but I'm gonna make a rap sandwich out of this. <laughs> I'm saying "Juicy" by okay. none other okay. than Notorious B.I.G. Nice. I wish I knew the group that sampled. Oh, now nah, yeah, I forget. I forget the name of the group that actually did that song that he took that from. But it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. The song it speaks for itself. It's yeah. whenever you hear the opening. You're you're ready to go, yeah. Nice, good stuff. Good stuff. Little rap sandwich. Uh, number four. Let me hit you with "Chameleon" by Herbie Hancock. Okay, it's like a 15 minute song. You want to talk about fucking dancing? It yeah. just it's right. It's a boom, 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 boom. It's just one of those iconic. I mean, that whole album, "Headhunters," I think, is the album, right? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I have it over there on vinyl. Uh, but yeah, man, just the funkiest fucking she is. And uh, got to meet him. Wasn't the nicest guy. He's an old man. Yeah, he's an old man. <laughs> uh, but at the, the Rock Walk induction at the Hollywood Guitar Center Walk of Fame, they have the handprints out there. He was there uh, when we inducted like Grandmaster Flash, um, Biz Marquee. It was like a whole, you know, it was a lot of them that we like inducted there. But Grandmaster Flash, shout out Long Island. Yeah, Long West. Island. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I had to throw some Herbie Hancock in there, just like you know, influences with the funk. I I wanted to have a Meters song on there, uh, because I think I'm pretty sure yeah, Meters was Sissy Strut, and mm-hmm. that's like one of the most like copied. I mean, Lettuce covers it. A bunch yeah. of bands cover that song, but so yeah, Herbie Hancock. Now we're in our top three. Top three. This is it. The pressure's on. Top three. <laughs> First of all, I want to say something. F Herbie Hancock for being a dick to you. He wasn't. A, <laughs> no, he wasn't a dick to me. Oh, he was treating other people not so great. Oh well, him. Well, you know what? Still, F Herbie. Hancock. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, <laughs> while we're at it, you know, also Max Weinberg of the Weinberg Seven. You could suck my ass. Yeah, suck his ass. No, yeah. suck my ass. <laughs> Dude dude threw his Amex black card at my solar plexus. Almost wow. chipped the shit. What a D-bag. That, that has some weight, too. It's like, uh, it's a heavy-ass aluminum. It stinks. Top tree. This is a personal favorite of mine. It is Kid Cudi, Pursuit of Happiness, mm. is in my top three. It came out at a time where, you know, a lot of uncertainty in my life. I just left a... Uh, apartment with a few friends like a house we rented you know four of us uh kind of going in our separate directions in life a couple of people are getting married the one was going out of state uh two others are moving in together and it's just like the the thing about that song is like the pursuit of happiness like are you happy how like i interpret it as like you know where do you need to get in your life to be at that happy point you know you can still struggle today about being happy or whatnot but i was at a point where that like the job I was at, uh, was I happy in the career I was doing? Do I need to, you know, be a better person? Do I need to do this or that? And I think that this song spoke to, you know, where I was at in a certain time period around 2009 in my life. So I think that every time I hear this song, production is top notch. 
uh, Ratatat just kills it. MGMT mm-hmm. in the background vocals. Uh, I think that, like, it was close to being number one. This wow. song, yeah, it was dude. very close. I'm interested to see what the next two are now. But this was the song that <sighs> kind of defined, like, all right, you need to, you know, get going in your life. Like, you're almost going to be thirty. Like, let's do something here. So every time I hear this song, I think it, I think it's one of the songs that put me in the right direction to where to be in my life. Not there yet, but <laughs> hey, it's good. I Man love on it. the Moon is uh, uh, probably right there under Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy for me for favorite albums. And when you said when you said it before <clears throat> before the podcast, I was like, soundtrack to my life is on my amazing. It had to be on the honorable mentions. I wish I could put it in number one spot, but it is what it is. But that's a hell of a song. It's a great album. It's like it, uh, it's one of the like definitely if it was like in top five albums, like hip hop albums. It, I don't know about his other stuff, but this Man. is one of the best. Yeah, that's a that's a good front to back album. Um, this one didn't get near my top ten, but I I love hearing you talk about it though. This one got played out for me. This one, yeah, yeah. Um, I do love it. I think it's a great song, but. Steve Aoki remix? Is that I what I think it did? that's what it, what did it. And it was getting played at like every party for like five years straight. Like, mm. every, yeah. So it, it got a little played out for me. But I think if I listen to the OG song again, I could easily get back into it. But that's, that is a great song. And I, and I love the connection that, that you have to it. Well, you just got deleted from my phone book. Wow. That was on the, pro, the Steve Aoki remix was on the Project X soundtrack. Yep. That's, yep, yeah. Yeah. So, and that was the time when we were doing some crazy parties in that house. Um, my number three, and I had a backup to this song because if somebody else put it on there, I was going to go to the backup just because I, I, I wanted yeah. to give this band props. Um, but I went with Talking Heads. This nice. must be the place. Nice. And it took, dude, it, it took me a while to nail down a, a specific Talking Heads song. But again, I think this was one of the ones where the lyrics and the, and the music meshed perfectly. And, and while I could go with the lyrics on one song and the music on another song, this was everything put together for me. Um, I was going to go with Once in a Lifetime. I was going to go with Psycho Killer. I was going to go with a lot of their funkier stuff from Girlfriend is Better to Make It Flip. Like all these songs that there's just so much to that band that I love and all the different styles that he put together. Yeah. Um, he, uh, Dude, the- what was it a... A music video or a famous live concert where he comes out with the, the boombox? Psycho Killer is the first song that they play, Stop Making Sense. If yeah, you- yeah. Don't if you don't if you think you don't like Talking Heads or you're not into Talking Heads because you haven't heard them, if you watch that concert film, the best. I guarantee you, you'll be a, a, yeah. a fan. Um, I I love the whole story of of that concert where he comes out with just the boombox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next song, uh, the bass player comes out and she's playing with him. Yeah. And then the next song, it's the two of them and the drummer comes out. So it's the original lineup of Talking Heads because it used to they used to be a three piece. Yeah. And then as the songs go on, like more and more of the band comes out till it's just a stage full of people and instruments. Like, and he, I always get something because I, I'm not a big art person and especially not like a kind of like abstract art, but she always gives me stuff that like, he is very much like that, like an out there abstract Absolutely, type yeah. of person. But I'm like, but the music that goes with it mm. to me ties it all together. Like you saw American Utopia on Broadway. I yep. saw American Utopia on Broadway. She's like, I, the way I talk about art, she's like, I don't, I don't understand. I was like, but it's the music that mm-hmm. like him putting all that together. Uh, again, talking heads is another one I can go on for days and days talking about, but if you, I, I dare you to watch 
that concert and not be a Talking Head fans afterwards. You double dog there, me? Triple, <laughs> triple, I triple. Uh-oh. That's Uh-oh. assault, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody seen Flick? <laughs> Number three. I could have picked any of their songs, but I went with this one in particular because it made me realize, well, not in the time when it came out, but now in my 30s where I do give myself the creeps. And I do have some anxiety. I'm talking Basket Case by Green Day. That's a good song. Um, Yeah, I I definitely should have had a Green Day song on there. I love that song so much. And it was before the real awakening of, you know, mental health and taking care of yourself. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I I mean, it's less serious than what I'm saying right now, but it's definitely an awesome song. Shout out Trey Cool in the journal. Do you have the time? (laughs) If I had to pick a favorite Green Day song, man, it, 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 just Dookie, Dookie's is, incredible. talk about an album, like, start to finish. Um, but I, I always liked one of the deeper cuts from the, it, I think it was on, like, I think they had, they had something before Dookie that what obviously wasn't, like, Dookie is Nimrod, probably... Or was that after? No, that was after. It was, like, one of the, it was probably, like, an EP, maybe, or something like that, or, mm-hmm. or maybe, you know, songs from that album made it onto other yeah. ones or whatever, but... Uh, what was it J A R from the Angus okay. uh, soundtrack? Okay. Um, oh man, I'm trying to think of. Uh... Pull it up after you give your next song because I got. They have a they up. have a lot of like songs that didn't get popular that are like really cool. I like Macy's Day Parade by them. Mm-hmm. Minority was a cool song by them. They had like a Minority time where they songs. weren't like in the spotlight, but they released a couple albums. That had like good stuff on it. And I think their least, well, they're not so strongest album, American Idiot. I love American Idiot, but I don't think it like measures up to Dookie or anything. But that no. got turned into a show on Broadway. Yeah. And that's why I, you know, I respect to those guys. I'm not going to hate on them. You know, the, the American Idiot, because it was so widely accepted. And for everybody that liked Green Day, it's like Green Day was always like not. The, it was punk. It was yeah, and it was everything against against the grain. Yeah, they were almost yeah. like the anti Blink One Eighty Two. Exactly. Yeah, uh, like me, very, kind of similar music, but they kind of like Blink went down the. All right, we're just going to be huge stars. Yeah. Whereas like Green Day, they didn't. They yeah. Didn't take well, until that album, and then yeah. Yeah. then, then they the got play, poppy. And then, yeah. That's a good one. All right, so we're at your number three. Yeah. All right, and we're back breaking the seal. Shout out Allagash. Shout out Robbie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hell of a guest. I'm very, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm very detailed. No, I love Dude, it. Dude, I'm fucking rethinking this whole show. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, you ever see the Seinfeld? Do you watch Seinfeld? Love Seinfeld. Like, I'm, just, the, I'm going crazy with Seinfeld. When he has the Merv Griffin set. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to shut it down. We're going to shut up. <laughs> hey, it's looking very fucking adjacent. Here. Yeah. Uh, also, Seinfeld comic uh, in the corner there. Just love it. Such a great show, man. I can go with yeah. Top 10 Seinfeld episodes next time. See hey, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of people commenting, have Robbie back ASAP. Maybe you stop doing the show, you give it to Rob. No, come on. <laughs> Please, you guys are freaking top notch. I'm just a freaking jabroni. <laughs> uh, the most prepared jabroni we've ever had on the show. Uh, number three for me, I'm going to give it to uh, Ghost of Jupiter. It's a song by Lettuce. Initially, I just had Lettuce. Uh, any song. Like, close my eyes and point to any, any one of their songs, and that could be on my list. Uh, from everything is just the drummer Adam Deitch is one of my favorite uh, living drummers uh, who just I mean I get so much from him 
he's like the Groove Smith. Uh, I, I love all their music. It's mostly instrumental funk. Every once in a while, they'll feature a vocal. A lot of times, it's Nigel Hall. Um, just incredible. It's one of my favorite songs to jam along with. The drum beat in that song particularly uh, is just filthy. And all the accents, uh, you know, and the hits that they have in there. I love, I just love that, that band, everything that they do, honestly. That's in my top three. That's my number three, Ghost of Jupiter. Number, number, number two. two. Oh, boy. Okay. Let me get my pet. Number two for me is In My Life nice. by the Beatles. Nice. Mm. So many Beatles songs you can pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I had Blackbird up there. Day in Life, obviously. I mean, what can you do? I had two of us. But this is a beautiful song. I love this song. It's just a song that, you know, reminiscing about past, present, maybe future. I think uh, it's one of John Lennon's most, you know, vulnerable songs. I think it's great. I think I think my, my whole damn list is just about, like, love and freaking being alone and, and non-committal. I mean, if I can, <laughs> I'm going to go to betterhelp.com, I guess. Go to our UI. You said UI podcast, save 20%. Um, finish your thought. So I'm going to, let me see what else I had on here. Um, the, the thing I love about the Beatles and my favorite Beatles song is just like the simplicity of like their chords or the beats. Like even like two of us, like my favorite part of two of us is just the whistling at the end. I love so much. Mm. And it's just like the opening chords of this song, I just love so much. It's so simple. It's just a, a, probably a couple notes. And it just hooks you from the beginning. And his first lines are just like, there are places I remember. And yeah. I think that it's faces of places. I'm sorry, I just botched that. But I think that like, that's it. Like you go through life, there's people you meet for five minutes that change your life. Yeah. Then people you've met that you know for 30 years, say, well, there's people for 30 years that you, you know, and you've had relationships with people and then you finally meet that one person where it's just like, that's the person that you could spend the rest of your life with and nothing else matters. And I think that's what that song encapsulates. I think that he did it so well. And I think that's like the reason why it's my favorite Beatles song. Yeah. I, I, I love all your reasons for that one. I love what, I love what you're talking about when you say like, Hey, wow, all my songs have like this common thread under it. But I think to me, like that's what it ended up with me too. And it's, to me, that's what makes a great song. It's like the Kanye song, like the vulnerability, the, 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 the feelings that we all have, or just a life lesson of, like you said, like, you know, somebody for either five minutes or 50 years, but you love them all equally in a way because they've all contributed something to your life. And I, to me, like something as simple as the little harpsichord solo in the middle of that song, it's just, it yeah. just fits that song so perfectly. And it like gives you a feeling as I spit all over the place. Um, but like you said, that song is just constructed in a way that's just like, it's perfect. It's perfect. This, the music and the lyrics, like just make the, the perfect balance. It really is. Like, I was like, like the simple things with their songs is what I love the most. It's going to be over the top, mm-hmm. the easiest things. And that's why I love the song, but I have a scorching hot take go on ahead. the Beatles. If you want me to say it, I want to hear it. Yeah, go for it. Paul McCartney is my least favorite Beatle of all time. Why? Because of the documentary? Not because I didn't. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but it's just like, like George Harrison, number one for that, me. Well, that's everybody's favorite yeah. Beatle. He's dead. Obviously, John Lennon's dead. Ringo is just Ringo. He's gonna go along with anything. <laughs> I'm just sick and tired. <laughs> I'm just sick and tired of like Paul McCartney. Like, oh, you know, I'm the best, and uh, this, I, if it wasn't for me, this and that. Like, like I get it. I yeah. guess people were strung up on like. Like John was on heroin and whatnot and whatnot, but like 
No, I'm just done hearing you talk, Paul. Yeah, well, I, I could not. Sorry, I, I could not feel any more opposite than you with Paul McCartney. He's not yeah. my favorite. He, again, George is my favorite as well. But I think Paul is somehow, and it's weird. It's going to be weird saying this because I know people are like, "What?" Paul to me is almost like underrated in a way because it, of yeah. Uh, and it, yeah, honestly, dude, I agree with you 100 percent because after that documentary and really seeing him trying to like wrangle everything and just his yeah. fucking genius. And I'm not taking anything away from any of them. We said when yeah. we were talking about the documentary too, like they were Except all for Ringo. Yeah, but no, you know, he was Ringo. even no, he was, you know, he, in his own right, man, what what he did because he had like a lot of like the way he played drums, a lot of like left hand lead stuff and just for different. the time, you know, and just dude, the drummer's always the most down to earth dude. Like and he he was like you said, he goes along with anything. He just wants everybody to be happy. He's like trying to be there for everybody. You know, it always came down to Paul and John, you know, battle of egos. And and then George having like just as much talent, but newer on the the songwriting side, you know, and just trying to work his way in there. But they, you know, like we mentioned, you know, we're we're all fighting for second place because Robbie is just fucking yeah. bringing the Come heat. On, but you know, so it's like you get that, and and you know, his resentment that started building with him. But dude, Paul, like the shit that he forgot is better than some people would ever write in their entire lives. That's true. I understand why people have that take about Paul, and I, I don't begrudge anybody for having that take with Paul because I under like some people think like he's too poppy he's too like you know writes some people say grandma songs and stuff like that but yo grandma don't play bass like that <laughs> I know but but to me I do kind of wish he he did get a little bit more like John and like go not not so much experimental but like but that's not his personality like yeah. John was like a very troubled person yeah Paul kind of like had a mom and dad that where they made money and they, you know, they had like a had happy a healthy family. relationship. Yeah, like <laughs> that's. I think that's what made the two of them such a great match. Is like they balance each other out, yeah. and that's why I can understand what you're saying because Paul's solo stuff and Wings and stuff like that, he's missing that. He's missing. Like he is. He at the same time could be a genius, but I still think he was missing a little bit. Who wrote? Uh, she came in through the window. Um, probably Paul. Because I, I was listening to Abbey Road before you guys got here because I, I wanted to find a Beatles song. I had to put a Beatles song on mm -hmm. here. Spoilers. I didn't put one on here. Wow. Um, because I just said, I was like, I like too damn many of their songs. It's, yeah. It might yeah, be sacrilege to not have on the list, but I just didn't want to commit to one song. But I, the one thing I'll say about that song in particular is just the styles that throughout that song, how it changes, yeah. but just like flows right into it. And it's fucking great. Yeah. Rock and and you song. can almost get away with calling that whole medley. One song. <laughs> yeah. And like putting that as your number one. So I do want to not lose momentum on this and go into my number two. Yep. Because I feel like we can maybe continue the conversation a little bit. But I went with uh, George Harrison solo song, Isn't It a Pity? Okay. And this kind of, to me, this is a song that kind of like, I don't know, man. I, I was like, is this my favorite George Harrison song? Because even just on the All Things Must Pass album, that was taking me a while to go through. Um, but this is a song with very little lyrics. And it's like a seven minute song, but every time I hear the song, I can almost like cry. It just like hits me, like thinking about the Beatles relationship, thinking about how George isn't with us anymore. Um, and I'll give you, I, I hate, you know, cut some of this out if you want for time, but the, the, the two verses of the song, isn't it a pity? Isn't it a shame? How we break each other's hearts and cause each other pain. How we take each other's love without thinking anymore, forgetting to give back. Isn't it a pity? Some things take so long, but how do I explain when not too many people can see we're all the same. And because of all their tears, their eyes can't hope to see the beauty that surrounds them. Isn't it a pity? 
I think George mm-hmm. had like some of the, the greatest lyrics between something and a song that I wrestled with putting on here. And I always say is my favorite Beatles song within you, without you mm. on Sgt. Pepper's is very much like that yeah. big picture. And like, see, you know, seeing how we're all the same and our yeah. old brothers and sisters and yeah. all that stuff. But it makes me think about like how much time the Beatles fought with each other. And like, they started getting snippy at the end and it's a pity like that, that friendship broke up and, and all the stuff that came after it. But yeah, to me, man, if if anybody was going to get a cheat and and an extra song out of the Beatles on my list, it was going to be George Harrison. Yeah. And, and that song to me is, is, I don't know. It's another one of those songs where I could just put the headphones on and like, you just let that song kind of like wash over you and it's yeah. long and it's like, you know, a lot of repeating at the end, but it, it's every minute of that song is, is worth it. His son did a, uh, again, Hollywood Guitar Center. Um, they had a show on direct TV called Sessions and, uh, his son did a set and I, I I was helping out on that production and I was just like in awe because he looked so much like yeah. his dad. Sings I, like I, him. Yeah. And so it was just like eerie to be around him. And also you like, you almost felt like it passed down to him yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, dude, everybody loves George Harrison. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. That all things must pass is an amazing album. Oh my God. Uh, so many hits on that album. I was, dude, it was, at one point, it was All Things Must Pass was was the song I was going to put on there. Then it was Wah Wah. Then it was What Is Life. It, it, what that, Is Life is such a good song. Oh, my God, man. And it's so catchy and it's so many. And then Beware of Darkness is one of my favorite songs, kind of in the similar vein of Isn't It a Pity. And that's just all on one album. There's a couple, like, great songs that he has on um, Living in the Material World and uh, that I wish I could have put more songs. I could do a top ten of George Harrison songs. Like I almost yeah. had like got my mind set on you. Dude. That's a yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, you go from yeah, like Pistol. isn't it a pity to fucking got my mind set on you that's like so different. Yeah. And if you want to do the you can suck my ass drop. <laughs> yeah. What you got? Uh Eric Clapton. Oh yeah. You can suck my ass. Um that was all that was one that we mentioned on the pod, but that was a crazy line in that Beatles documentary when uh george was like you know in his feelings and they were just like we'll just get eric to fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah dude eric clap yeah, can suck what my a ass piece big, of dog shit big. sorry for cursing but no 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 please curse, right. more. Yeah, curse yeah. more i mean dude, we, just banging his we didn't meet our quota <laughs> we've been oh, pretty tamed yeah i feel I, i'm sorry I, you know what Eric Clapton, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, but I can go on for days and days for for George Harrison. I was probably all over that. Yeah. a little bit. I'm ashamed Definitely of my couple, entire list. So, a couple I have a couple Sody pops yeah. in me. So, I hate that I'm about yeah. to follow up those two songs with what I have in number two. Don't tell me, Samantha Macarena. No, it's, it's the, Mambo number five. <laughs> no. I was say, what's the 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 new like electric slide? Or what was that? The, oh, the Charlie Brown shuffle or whatever. Cupid shuffle. Cupid shuffle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. To the left, to the left. <laughs> I wouldn't anyway. be mad yeah, that's that was number one. That's all, that song slaps, though. It does. <laughs> I mean, speaking right. of slappers, get your feet moving again. What you got for a man? Uh, I forget I said what I just said, because I think this could easily be number one in a lot of people's lists. Maybe no one in this room. I want to dance with somebody, Whitney Houston. <laughs> Yo, wow. Whitney, okay. self-titled album, 1987. If you tell me you don't know the words to that song, or you don't move your body That's a to great it, song. it is somebody, somebody. <laughs> Talk about someone who sings with emotion and then completely had a really hard time near the yeah. end there. What a song. 
Yo, uh, yo, still... you, know, you know who can S my A? Bobby Brown. <laughs> yeah. You can suck my ass. For real. Yeah. Yeah, suck his ass. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, number two, Whitney Houston deserves to be there. Of I course, like it. amazing voice. I like it. Shout out to uh, David Byrne from Talking Heads covered that song. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I never heard that cover. Yep. But yeah, there we go. That's number two. Uh, number two for me uh, is going to be Three Little Birds. Nice. nice. By Bob Marley. Nice. Uh, just, yeah, I love, I love Bob Marley. I love, you know, all his music, you know, everything that he stood for. And yeah, I mean, obviously I've, anybody, if you ask them uh, a reggae artist, they're going to say Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, he's just, uh, yeah, just feel good music. I know my grandfather always liked uh, Bob Marley. So it has a little bit of sentimental value for me in that, you know, it was a, uh, an artist that we both really enjoyed. So. Uh, and that song makes me think about him, so that's my number two. And it's a it's a good like I don't want to say a, a feel good song because of all like the subtext of Bob Marley and yeah, like yeah. what he wrote about out, but it is a song that's like on but the it, more positive yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't worry. Yeah. About a thing. Yeah. Walk every into little thing. Any hot topic or zoomies, it's on there. Yeah. But it's aside from that. One of the best songs, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Here, what do you got against Zoomies? Here we go. I'll buy, I'll buy some DCs right now. <laughs> Pax on, shout out. Yeah. So here we are, number number one, yeah, the and, number and, one spot. And can you give me another one of those uninterrupted? I think I talked over it. Guys. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. I I was gonna ask. Can you I interrupt to get... you? Interrupting him real quick. Yeah, what you got? I want to okay. interrupt you. Interrupting you. Oh, okay. oh that's all I needed. Well, <laughs> Rob, Robbie, I don't mean to cut you off, but we'll get back to what you're saying in a second. And I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> Yo, hit him with that radio voice, kid. And now, now, for the now, number now, one now, spot. Take it away. That made me just think of uh, when Kramer. Did the movie phone? <laughs> Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? All right. First off, I want to um, thank my dad because my dad is the reason why I love all of these old soulful artists. Um, I would go underneath his bed and he had tons of CDs. You know, Aretha Franklin, Al Green, Marvin Gaye, The Beatles, everybody. So this is where I get my musical taste from him. So my number one song is... Rob Thomas and Santana, smooth. Really? Oh, wow. This no, is... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate this song. That's my number one. If it was an all-time worst song, that would be it. Ben's Got him. genuine reaction. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, I love it. Sorry. I had that lined up since like Yo. 2.45. <laughs> no. It's, it's, it, it, this guy had it, and I have as my number one. It's, Talking Heads, oh, This wow. Must Be The Place. Um, it's a love song that I think only David Byrne could do mm-hmm. without being like a sappy love song. Yeah. I think it's the beat, the, I guess, I feel like, like it was like almost like African drums, African beats, like the way he composed it, the way they all composed it was, you know, in that, in that vein. I think that it's just my favorite Talking Heads song from start to finish and there's so many talking head songs that i love like you were saying like everything like go you know watch um what is it stop making sense and uh when i was like five years old i was like who is this idiot yeah on mtv with the big suit yeah you know, like a psychopath <laughs> yeah but now i'm like i see him in in concert i'm like this guy's unbelievable mm-hmm. so i want to read a lyric i'm sorry 
another, I came way too prepared, but... Um, Dude, you're the only reason why we're having a successful <laughs> show right now. Uh, my favorite line in the song is, and of all those kinds of people, you've got a face with a view. I'm just an animal looking for a home and share the same space for a minute or two. And I think that that's my favorite line because it's just being with somebody who kind of, I guess, completes you and, and whatnot. I guess it's the Allegash White's talking. No, <laughs> it's like makes sense. It's not that, and I think that's what he's so good at is, yeah, he can get very like existential and out there, but he can also bring things into like their most simple you know, just looking at a person mm -hmm. and like feeling like that's all you need or so I, I, you know, we're on the same wavelength of talking heads. I just think they're so underappreciated and because they're a little out there in some ways and, and the way maybe our generation viewed them growing up, they don't, they didn't, they never got the credit that they deserve. I mean, they get the credit that they deserve from people that know music, but I feel like he and they should be like so much bigger yeah, and talked like about, you know, and like you said, if you if anybody who's never even like they're, they're listening or like who the fuck is it talking heads? Yeah, like just go on Amazon Prime and, and and watch Stop Making Sense. It's on YouTube too. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing. Like even like my dad, like we talking to my dad, like that. This is his favorite you know, group. This is his favorite song. So I'm like, this is where I learned it from, and it's just amazing, you know, artistic whatever it is. But talking heads definitely top five for me of all time. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, my number one, and I, listening to Robbie's number two, hurt me a little bit because I feel like maybe you gave us a little bit more thought than I did, but my number one is The Beatles, A Day in a Life. Nice. And I really did want to go and like, not maybe pick a deep cut of a Beatles song, um, but maybe like pick something that, you know, had like more of an emotional attachment. Yeah. But to me, like A Day in the Life, is like the perfect John Lennon, Paul McCartney mashup. Mm. It really is. It's like, you know, you get that very like macabre uh, John Lennon, like blew his mind out in a car, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you get the, the Paul McCartney woke up, the ladder. Yeah, bed, dude, that, line, that's such a good that line particularly, uh, the Beatles love show at the Mirage yeah. in Las Vegas. You ever, ever seen it? Or? No, I've heard the album is fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I was lucky enough to see it. And by myself on my 27th birthday. Worth it. Worth every penny. Yeah. And that particular scene, they had a car. And, you know, when it said that, you saw, like, this, like, red fabric, like, shoot mm. out from her head in this, like, beautiful... Dude, yeah. it was... I just, know. dude, you know, as someone who probably identifies as a really big Beatles fan, Sgt. Pepper's, I, I like it a lot. I probably wouldn't say it's my favorite album, but... That was like the culmination of that era of the Beatles, and it was such a high point for the band. And even just the the whole like chaos parts of the song, where they just told them to start at the the lowest note on their instrument and just work their way over, you know, forty five seconds to the highest mm -hmm. note. Just everything, the final chord, how it just rings out, yeah. and it's just it's such a fucking fantastic song, and just like an opus. Yeah, exactly. And and they changed music in so many ways. And yeah. and that song to me is just yeah, it's a great like song. I said, the, the culmination of their creativity, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, but it's just such like a high point for them. Yeah. That it's just uh, there was no other song I could fully say like, you know what, this probably all the fame and attention it gets aside probably is like their best song. Mm. 
Yeah, it's a great one. It is a great one. And it's a beautiful compliment to my number one. Okay. I can Pitbull. easily say, <laughs> Mr. 305, <laughs> I can easily say that I can pick 10 songs from this artist and it would beat any of the top 10 that I put up. I'm talking about Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Mm, yeah. Uh, nice. There will never be, and there never was, anyone as gifted in singing as Freddie Mercury. It was a song that was passed up by the, the record company because they said that was absolutely outlandish. Too long. They weren't going to put it on. It was a s- horrible idea, but still to this day, it yeah. holds up. You got your opera in there, the hard rock. Yeah. It's just... It's an out there song, and it was hard because I also love the song um, "Somebody to Love." Mm-hmm. Good song, and it, it's just so I felt like I couldn't. I would be doing a disservice if I didn't mention Bohemian Rhapsody. And if I'm sure, if you go online, it's probably number one on a lot of lists. But when we said the top ten, that was already number one, mm-hmm. and I just had to fill Build in everything else. It. So, I mean, it speaks for itself. It's. Yeah, it's a monumental song. They're, in my opinion, the greatest band of all time. Just the amount of bangers that come out. Every song is a stadium. Dude, like, don't stop me now. Don't. Yeah. Stop. That's that's probably my favorite. I fucking love that song, dude. The whole I, everything. Yeah, I almost put Killer Queen on. Ooh, another nice. Oh man, just a night at the opera. Every single album that you go to their top list, you can sit there all day. And you're listening, like, I love the song Bicycle, too. Yeah, it's a good song. Like, everything from them is great. So, number one, Bohemian Rhapsody for me, Queen. Nice. Well, you know, I I just want to, a lot of eyes on me. I just just want to say, it's been an absolute pleasure having Robbie on. Oh, thank you for having Uh, me. My my favorite guest so far. Oh, say no more, please. I mean, just the preparation. I mean, he he, he won up Seanable. I mean, we thought Seanable came prepared. Yeah. Yo, and we thought Ryan was in depth. Yeah. Although I am looking forward to the Ryan list that's going to come out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might take a couple of weeks to get it from him, but maybe, maybe. Oh, I want to tell Ryan something. If you listen to Ferris Bueller better than um, Back to the Future. Okay. Okay. He knows what I'm talking about. I want <laughs> an email from that, Ryan. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, but yeah, no, but seriously though, it's, it's been awesome. I love the, like the, the, all the, the meaning behind all the songs that you chose. It makes me feel horrible about everyone on mine because it really was no thought involved. Uh, I just like these songs. But this one actually does have uh, probably the most meaning. <clears throat> I'm going to try not to get choked up when I recant this, but bear with me. Uh, so this song came out summer of 2009. It was my last summer before I moved to the coast we do not speak of. Um, so, it, you know, it's just something that, like, really, I was, you know, transitioning to, uh, you know. From woman to man. <laughs> From, yeah, yeah, I was transitioning. Exactly. I, I, was, I was transitioning um, pre-op, and but you know, first time being away from my my parents and and you know my family, my friends, and living on my own. And I was you know moving across country for this girl, and was thinking about marriage, all this stuff. You know, is a song that really got me through a lot of. You know, became kind of like an anthem of that summer to me, just reminiscing with friends, and it just you know really makes me feel good. Excuse me. You know, anytime I hear it. Um, Sorry, hold on. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Party in the USA. (laughs) Miley Cyrus. If you know me, you know that I'll stand up in a comedy club front row 
and tell everybody there that the most famous person I ever met <laughs> was my girl Miley. I said it proudly back then to Rick Ingram <laughs> in the original room of the comedy store. I'll say it right now today in the studio. Party in the USA, number one on my list. Really? You gotta put your hands up. Come on. If you don't fucking like that song, you're not a fucking American, okay? You know you're what? a fucking terrorist. I'm Get not, the hell out of here. I'm not gonna say there's not videos of me dancing to that song. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna say I don't like the song. Because I do. It's a great song. She's an awesome, awesome artist, too. Yeah. I, 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 you gotta give it all up. All seriousness. But in all seriousness, that like hits you in the, in the <laughs> no, field spot? No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> But you just got to commit to the bit. <laughs> uh, hopefully people got to laugh out of that. Otherwise, I fucking bombed. <laughs> I'm sorry. So number two is your real number one. Uh, Probably, yeah. I mean, that does have the most meaning w- with my grandfather in there. But, uh, I mean, oh, Miley, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anybody want to throw any honorable mentions out uh, there? Well, maybe, uh, maybe like a real, uh, that's the unofficial intelligence number one. Because you just need to have it on the playlist. That is going to be the last song on the playlist. <laughs> oh, okay, it should be okay. the first. Yeah, well, yeah, this, this is an honorable mention, but uh, Eleanor Rigby. I always fucking I love that okay. song. And I love, uh, like, other interpretations of it. Uh, another thing I love jamming to on the drums, playing, like, the halftime and just really fucking wailing. Uh, so I love that song. Awesome. Any, but I mean, you know, like, same thing with Lettuce. Just, like, point to any Beatles song, really. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw a couple honorable mentions. Go for it. Uh, Metallica Master of Puppets. Wow. All right. I like okay. It. I just, it wasn't good enough to hit the top 10, but it's a song that really fucking slaps. Okay. It does. And it's fucking awesome. And it's the perfect, like, pump up song. Um, Eagles Take It Easy. I hate the Eagles, but I fucking love that <laughs> song. Just, but awesome. you love Taking It Easy. Oh, okay. Take it you love Taking It Easy the, more the than the Eagles. The harmonies are yeah. nice on that song. Yeah. Uh, that's the best thing that the Eagles do, in my opinion, is the harmonies. They fucking kill it. Uh, I want to throw maybe one or two more out there. Billy Joel, Honesty. Yo, the Billy Joel song I mentioned mm-hmm. on the pod, uh, uh, You Can Set Me Free, or yeah. You Can Make yeah. Me Free. I don't I know if it was one. a single, but Honesty, such a Love. lonely word. Yeah, Everyone yeah. is so untrue. Uh, yeah, love that song. A, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Tears for Fears. Fucking love that song. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then last one I want to throw out there is Prince Kiss. Oh, nice. yeah. That was, that was, on, that was like, slowly crept off yeah. the top 10 it was in there at like number seven at one point when you have a child that's the song you're going to be making it to <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and it was one of the songs we heard in uh that got us into a bar in new orleans when we were there for wrestlemania i heard that song like from coming from outside the the bar and it was like this cover band fucking rocking out to kiss and i was like we gotta go in there <laughs> wasted um yeah i love that song Shout out Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Sir, Stevie Sir Wonder. Duke. Yeah, Sir Duke. Superstition almost got on there for me. Um, yeah, another obviously great one. Uh, point to any song, really. Uh, who else? You got any honorable mentions? I do. What do you got? I got four. Okay. If you don't mind. Um, Shakedown Street by The Grateful Dead. Oh, okay. Right. I did not get um, you know, into The Grateful Dead until like, maybe like, a couple of years ago. And I think that Shake Street is just a great song, just a great song to jam out to. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Dance Yourself Clean by nice. LCD Sound System. Nice. Uh, that almost made the top 10. I almost kicked it out. I almost kicked UGK out. Wow. Um, just three minutes of, you know, him just talking and what, whatnot. And then, like, once you get to, like, the three minutes and 30 seconds, it just 
bumps from explodes. It, it just yeah. explodes. Like you know, like this is a great song once that that beat drops. Just it's about just you know cleansing yourself from all the the BS in your life. Um, Steve had it bringing it home to me, but it's the live version at the yeah. hall at the hall and square choir. It's a uh, squire. It's just an unbelievable track. I think you know what I love the most is like just like when you hear a live record and the person's vocals are just exactly like it is if he was in a studio. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it, and that's what Sam Cooke just does. <clears throat> and that's what I loved about the music from that time too, because of you know they didn't have obviously the technology we have now for recording. I mean, look what we're doing in my my yeah. living room. You know, back then, like you know, you had to nail things in one take. Otherwise, you know, you got the guy cutting tape (laughs) to edit and and you know uh so the musicianship and like i said just the vocals that were just raw were so good just the the tone everything that people now strive for when they're recording their music and it's like these guys just like it just you know effortless i gotta check that one out though you have to it's a great vinyl record to get to i have it at my house too Definitely gonna get that on the Spotify playlist. We'll have the yeah, well, yeah, after. yeah, yeah. And then my last one is I'm. I wish I had him on there, but I didn't. Is Peg by Steely Dan? Ooh, yeah, Steely, Steely Dan's Dan. got some fucking Steely hot Dan tracks. Yeah, jams yeah. and jams and jams. <laughs> yeah, and I love them. They just go. It just, just a spectacular. You know who's a big Steely Dan guy? Cousin Sean. And why Frank? Is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, St- yeah. Steely Dan. They got their haters, but. Yeah, they got, they got, you know, some yeah, people that are rock Unofficial intelligence, Steely Dan was named after an infamous cowboy bandit. Steel Daniel? Steel. <laughs> Daniel Steel. Oh, no, that's Daniel. the, uh, oh, no, never mind. Yeah, Dan, uh, Daniel Steel. Steely Dan. Fantastic. I love uh, it. I am a tremendous fan of Yacht Rock, so. I know, you'd be loving that Yo, rock. In, in, rock. The, in the Steely Dan, that makes me think of uh, James Taylor. And uh, what's it? Carolina on my mind. Oh yeah, is yeah. that the name of it? I don't think yeah. I've ever listened to Beautiful any song. Steely Dan. Are you kidding me? You've probably heard. You've heard uh, Steely Dan. Drives. Are you fucking? Uh, is that? Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. You haven't heard um, what's that song? Black cow. It's black cow. Is the um? It's like doom doom doom. I know what song it's like. Yeah, uh, it's it. They did it and they made it into a rap song by uh, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Oh, New York in a place. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've heard that that song. I haven't heard Steely Dan. Black Cow is the sample, and Steely Dan absolutely ran them through the mud for that sample. Really? Yeah. Like I think Steely Dan took 100 percent of the royalties from that song. Good. Any uh, honorable mentions, Anthony? I have a, quite a few, and I won't get too far into it. Just but... rip them, lightning yeah. round them, <laughs> lightning round them. Santeria Sublime. Hell yeah. Nice. Soundtrack to My Life, Kid Cudi, The Joker, Steve Miller Band. Nice. Stairway to Heaven and Into the Light by Led Zeppelin. Uh, Power by Kanye West. Smooth Criminal, Alien Ant Farm, and Michael Jackson. Nice, Jackson. nice, 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 nice. Love nice. those. Under the Bridge, Red Hot Chili Peppers, which was really hard for me. Shout out Under the Boardwalk. Ooh, Under the yeah. And then um, Roundabout by Yes. Nice. Um, and Tom Sawyer, Rush. Tom Sawyer? I almost Tom. said we could all be thankful for that nobody had a Rush song. Literally <laughs> 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 uh, the last song we mentioned. Honorable awesome. mention. I love it. I got, you know, and I, you know, tip the cap to Rush 
you know, Neil Neil Peart, Eddie Lee, the other guy. Neil Peart? Doesn't he call himself Neil, yeah, Neil Peart? Peart. Yeah. I don't know. But just that, just that alone makes me want to not like, I yeah, appreciate. Peart plus. I, Do you I, know yeah. why I like them? Well, let me just finish that because I don't want to end on me like hating on the guy. <laughs> R.I.P. that guy. Uh, and what he did for drum. I mean, obviously, everybody yeah. remembers his drum set and, you know. Uh, but that was one thing that got me uh, like sour on him just because like working in the drum shop in Comac, everybody coming in there, that's like all they would ever talk about was Neil Peart. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's good. But like, you know, there's a lot of other great fucking drummers. Like, Give me Stu Copeland all day. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, shout out police. Yeah. Uh, literally anything. Uh, um, I, I got to pull up there. So I'm, I'm just so bad with names, but because Stu Copeland is a huge influence on me. You know, Sister Nancy, bomb, bomb. <laughs> nice. Um, Sister Nancy. Awesome song. Yeah. Just, yeah. As soon as that, as soon as that baseline hits, do, 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 and just, you know, throw that on there. Cause that mm-hmm. summer's coming up. Yeah. That's going to fucking slap. Yeah. Uh, also Peter Tosh, legalize it. Nice. Good song. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah. So this is the call to action, man. I want a million emails. Yeah. About we want to have a communal, maybe we'll make them a, commun- a communal yeah, playlist. I, I want, I don't care if it's your top two, your top five, your top three, your top 20, your top 10, what you hate about our list what you think we're idiots for forgetting i want all the emails if you got fellatio by marlon brando <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you had intense fellatio with uh marlon brando give me it i want to hear all of it yeah please hi at uipodcast.com and i want to hear all of the opinions on this yeah, I feel like people are gonna have a lot to say for sure uh but just a tremendous job by robbie thank you again yeah. for Cheers being to here you. A round I, think, of applause. I think we gotta wrap it up sometimes with a big guest you need a big pot Yo, I'm all about it. Fun fact, the the length of the podcast directly correlates with the length of the guest day. And this so, is a big episode, boys. Yeah, <laughs> Marlon Brando would be on his knees for it's, this guy. Well, Marlon Brando's love right now, so it'd it's, take him three hours. Save this two and a half hours right now. We talking 2.3 inches or so 2.3 feet. you to the whole podcast. Two and a half hours. This, no, this was a fun one. No, definitely. And we, we, knew, we knew it was going to be a bulk. So, you know, you guys are going to have to tune in next week. We're going to have uh, our entertainment section is going to be back on the TV and the movies. We caught up on a lot of stuff. We watched a lot of stuff. Hope you're watching stuff. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks again, like we said a million times to Robbie, uh, number one guest. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Make sure you're following us uh, wherever you get your podcast. Check out the Instagram. Uh, at unofficial underscore pod you got the email like ben said we want to hear you uh what's your top songs uh and uh check out the website www.unofficialpod.com we hope you have a great rest of the week enjoy your weekend and we'll see you next time bye fish got robbed man (laughs) marlon brando fellatio (laughs) fellatio that's the biggest thing to come out of this podcast in years for real